Boys Help Boys. And you help us by giving us a five-star review wherever you check out the podcast. Five-star ratings and reviews, Apple, iTunes, wherever you download this show. Hey there, friends of the show. We need your reviews. And once we get a hundred of them, we're going to do a special one-off show where we read your reviews back to you. Positive, negative, constructive criticism, trolling, bring it. Heading for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. What it is, Duke City. Welcome to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. We are so lucky to be at the mobile John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio today as we are at O'Neill's in Knob Hill. And maybe Mailman will call in and say it for us, but I'll say it right now. Fred's not here. <laughs> it's a Fredless Thursday as he's on assignment. <laughs> but we got even beautiful good. and historic Las Vegas, New Mexico, as he is the voice of Highland Sports. So he'll be up there calling all the games. So if you're a Highlands fan, check him out on the Highlands Network and uh, listen to him call some games. Quite a talented dude. Speaking of talented dudes, I got the best in the biz sitting right next to me. Star of TV and radio. Back to back to back New Mexico sportscaster of the year. Father of the century. Son of the millennia. Mom's in town. You tell her I said hi. KOB TV's own Brandon Ortega. What's up, my guy? This is super cool to be at O'Neill's. I haven't been to O'Neill's yet. It's fun getting out, yeah. There's too many great places in Albuquerque, you know? Like, you can't hit, you can't hit them all in three years. So it's nice to finally come to – I've heard about this O'Neill's a lot, oh, quite a while and, and, and the other O'Neill's in, in town. So, yeah, it's cool to – cool to be here for happy hour we're very lucky to have such an awesome relationship with o'neill's and by proxy they help us help locker 505 shout out to kim and the rest of locker 505 crew wouldn't be here without them and love that they are a friend of the show happy hour good food honest drink i believe that's the quote let me look around where does it say that good food and honest drink i got that right we're here at O'Neill's and Knob Hill from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. I'm lucky to be joined by Bess in the Biz, Star TV and Radio, KOB TV's very own Brandon Ortega, for the whole first hour. I got you for an hour, buddy. What did I do to deserve this? Oh, just being you, man. Just being you. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I jump at the any opportunity to hang out, even if it's on air or off air. And uh, like I said, I mean, to come to a place I hadn't been to before is cool. This is it. This is a place you could tell it's been uh, established in Knob Hill for a little while. It's got a good vibe to it. So There are tables taken in the front. There are tables taken in the back. There's a couple seats left at the bar. But you're looking at the calm before the storm. This looks like the regular crowd. Oh, yeah. Right this now, is the afternoon you know? regular crowd. But once 5 o'clock hits, this place is going to be shoulder to shoulder. And we're going to have a lot of friends of the show here today. The aforementioned Brandon Ortega. In the 5 o'clock hour, we got New Mexico United's David Carl. And then in great the six o'clock, great friend of the show, great friend in real life. And then the six o'clock hour, we got the Isotopes 
Dylan Storm. Yeah. What? So, s- s- talk about some major league pipes. Yeah. In the minor leagues. For he's, sure. He's got some pipes, man. I might take that hour off and get somebody else on here, because <laughs> my voice sounds like hot garbage <laughs> when I'm sitting next to. Yeah. The Isotopes, Dylan Storm. <laughs> Not only the Isotopes, he's PA for the pit. Lobos. He does just about everything that he can slap that I've heard beautiful him on the voice ice, on. I've heard him at the Ice Wolves. Yeah, Lobos, a bunch. Anything at the pit. At uh, football games for the Lobos. Yeah, naturally football games. Yeah. University Stadium and the stuff. pit. Super talented guy. Lucky to have him on today. And, of course, friend of the show, friend in real life, John Lopez of John Lopez Real Estate is going to come by. He's our Steelers correspondent in the street, so we're going to get all things Big Ben retirement and all things what's happening in the real estate world here in Albuquerque. A lot of sports going on. NFL, we're leading up to the Super Bowl. The boys will be live from Los Angeles County uh, Convention Center all next week as we'll be doing the show from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Mobile Studio all the way from Los Angeles. You pumped about that? I'm super pumped, Brandon. First Super Bowl for you? It's my first Super Bowl personally or professionally. I thought I would have gone, but we're not going uh, KOB this year, unfortunately. It will be on KOB, the Super Bowl, so I'm excited about that. And, uh, man, what a game we got. It's going to be a good one. I I really think it could be – I think it's going to be hyped a lot. I really do, like – just the offensive, you know, aspect of it. Bengals defense, I feel like, has really been really underrated, really underappreciated. And the Rams defense is arguably the best in the NFL. Yeah, it's a star-studded affair. You know, there's bigger names on the Rams side, no doubt about it. But the Bengals are the up-and-comers. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm so excited for that game. Yeah, I'm super pumped for this matchup because we got emerging superstar Joe Burrow going against the crafty veteran who finally got a real team around him, Matt Stafford. And I don't know who to root for because I'm a big Joe Burrow dork, but I would love to see Matt Stafford finally get his. Right, right. And it's so interesting that it's the second year in a row that a team will be at their own stadium for the Super Bowl. That's you know, last year was unprecedented. Last year so was they're the just first setting time. just setting new records every year. And now it's becoming a regular thing back to back right. years. You have the Bucket Years host it and win it last year. Now the Rams are trying to do the same thing. Yeah, when it comes to you know, who do you uh, who do you root for? I mean, if you like underdogs, you got to root for the Bengals cuz they're going to be the Rams are going to be the favorite. I mean, they're at home. They're at home. They, for the they, second week in a row. They and the 49ers, I feel like were the hottest teams coming into the playoffs the last three or four weeks and have continued that and, of course, had a great showdown in the NFC Championship in L.A. But, yeah, the Bengals are just the undoubted, undoubtedly underdog. So yeah, that's I gonna, mean, that's, that's going to be easy to root for, too. The, the line started at Rams minus 4.5. Mm-hmm. It's down to Rams minus 3.5. Interesting. But I think it should be, uh, considering – the Rams have a better – they got a better roster top to bottom. Say what you want about Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, but the Rams have the better roster. They're at home, so I'm surprised the spread isn't more in the Rams' favor. Yeah, but that's definitely a big nod of respect to the Bengals because, I mean, look who they've beaten. Sure. Every single round Right. was a dogfight. Raiders, Titans, and then the Chiefs, who a lot of people were pegging as the – the Super Bowl favorite this year, 
and they beat them on the road, both the Titans and the Chiefs. So, yeah, I mean, it's, man, it, I cannot wait to watch the Super Bowl and KOB this year. It's going to be it's gonna be awesome. And I'm assuming the NFL isn't that excited that it's Cincinnati. They would rather have a much bigger name, a much bigger media market. But I think – But you just, have such a emerging superstar on a small market team in Joe Burrow. Exactly. You know, I mean, he's that, stealing the headlines every round of the playoffs. And, and that's what I was about to say is that, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a small market team anymore. If you have, like, a, some star power like Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Look at the, 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 how the Bucks rallied around Tom Brady sure. coming to a small market, right? It, like, Joe Burrow, like, he's an internet darling. Like, he's all over media. He's all over social media. You can't avoid his memes. Every story is about his swag, his his locker room attire, his post-interview attire, the jokes he plays on his teammates, him dancing like, in the locker room. How he looks like Macaulay Culkin. How he looks like Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Can you believe that you know he survived that house and then he survived being lost in New York and here he is in the Super Bowl? Good, good for Culkin. And did you see that the Bengals are going to wear the black jerseys? Oh, I like that. And yeah. the Rams will be white? Rams should be white. But I think since uh, Bengals are going black that – the Rams either go blue or white. I, I like watching games where both teams can wear their home jerseys. Sure. As long as, you know, it's completely different colors. Like UCLA, USC out, out in Los Angeles does that now, has been doing it for at least five years or so. Bruins wear their baby blue, and the Trojans wear their cardinal red. And it, it just looks cool in such a big rivalry game. And, yeah, in the Super Bowl, if we could see cool uniforms like that, that would be a neat deal. I don't think it's ever happened, though. I think it's always been like a true road jersey and a true home jersey. Yeah. So you we'll see that in the the playoffs for baseball every once in a while that yeah. they'll wear the alternate uniforms. Like right. the Astros did it a few times a couple years ago, and then in '17 as well. You'll see that in the playoffs. You see Astros wearing orange and like the A's playing against them in green. Like that's pretty cool. That's a that's a big. That's a that's a little nerdy note that I like to <laughs> yeah about, about us yeah I like I like seeing those kind of jerseys and I I love the Bengals jerseys like if you're not the old school old guard of the old NFC if you're not Packers if you're not Bears you're not Cowboys orange would have been cool for them to wear too if it was like orange on orange I would have loved to see that yeah but if you're not if you're not one of those old school teams get the new flashy jerseys yeah. Like, that's so much more oh, fun. I, yeah, I remember hearing the show where you guys talked about, like, there's there's certain uniforms that don't ever have to change. I think you said, like, the Raiders, yeah. pa Packers. Packers, Bears, Raiders, one. Cowboys. There's, Keep those the same forever. There's certain ones that are so iconic, you don't got to mess with it. Dodgers, Yankees are another example of that in baseball. Yeah, there's certain jerseys just, you don't ever have to change, ever. So, yeah, that would be cool to see. What else? Uh, Olympics starts tonight. Olympics coming on up. On KOB as well. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, it's the Olympics is one of those sports I feel like people go into not really knowing a whole lot of storylines. And you just kind of learn it on the fly. Let's talk more Olympics when we get back. Because I know you have a bigger wealth of knowledge about the Olympics than I do. So let's segue into that. More Olympics talk, more NFL talk when we get back. You're listening to Dave and Buster's Presents, Two Men On, and we are so fortunate to be partnered with community member New Mexico Pinon Coffee, here with Brandon Ortega at KOB TV, live from O'Neill's in Knob Hill. You're listening to 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. 
welcome back to Albuquerque. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. The boys are down live at O'Neill's in Knob Hill today, and we're lucky enough to be here by our friends and sponsors, Electric Playhouse. Electric Playhouse, if you haven't been there, I couldn't recommend it anymore. It's an absolute blast for all ages. Go check them out. And, hey, Brandon. If you didn't know already, Albuquerque, we got Star TV and Radio, KOB TV's very own Brandon Ortega here with us. Brandon, we're starting a wiffle ball league at Electric yeah, Playhouse. Yeah, what's the latest with that? So um, we're looking at a soft opening in March. Okay. And uh, we need to get the, the wiffle ball machine shut up. We need to do some practice rounds. So I need you and all your buddies oh, yeah, who know how to swing a bat yeah. to come out with us. And we got to work out the kinks of this technology because it's really cool. What we do is we have like a real wiffle ball ball, real wiffle ball bat, real wiffle ball pitching machine, but it's in a digital environment at Electric Playhouse. So, for example, we'll have Isotope Stadium plastered digitally onto the walls, and then depending on where you hit the ball, it could be a single, double, triple home run, and you play as a team. But so I can be a part of, like, the dress rehearsal almost. Correct. Yeah, yeah, the run-through of it. That sounds fun. So, friends of the show, keep your ear to the streets. We're going to be having our Wiffle Ball League at Electric Playhouse soon. We have a lot of fun there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, we're getting a lot of great feedback on it. And if it wasn't for the Corvids, we already might be playing already. Yeah, right, yeah. So, I am um, – we got, we got some pictures being taken live here. Live. Oh, it's video, oh, it's a video actually. It's a video. Hi. <laughs> So, yeah, we're live at O'Neill's and Knob Hill, so come check it out. It's starting to fill up good food and honest drink here at O'Neill's Pub in Knob Hill. Let's talk more about the Super Bowl because you are an L.A. guy. You're from L.A. This is a big deal for it to be You back. still have family in L.A. Right. And they built that giant stadium in L.A. for big events like this, right? It's not just for football. It's yeah. for hosting Super Bowls. It's for hosting giant events. If I'm not mistaken, the Olympics and uh, World Cup will roll through there in, in, the fe- in the near future, within the next decade. But, yeah, the Super Bowl is the first big one. Yeah, the first. I mean, the Rams and Chargers have been the tenants of, of that stadium, SoFi Stadium, which when you fly into LAX, you literally almost fly over that. Right. You, can, you, you you guys will see it when you fly into L.A. next week, and it's beautiful. Yeah, it's a big, just, man, yeah, it's got this nice arch out there. There's a beautiful outside area for people to hang out. I believe NFL Experience will be right outside there. Um, yeah, you guys are going to go to everything, right? Everything we possibly yeah, like can. Everything. All, I mean, it's a, it's, I mean, everyone knows about the Super Bowl on Sunday, but if you've never been to a Super Bowl or never lived in a town – near where one is happening it's it's a whole week of just fan, like you know young things that young fans can go to sure there's parties sure all week long at at different uh you know different restaurants and uh you know if official to the super bowl and not official you know i mean the, the whole the super bowl takes over the town right wherever it is so and the great thing about Los Angeles is there's so many different Los Angeleses. Right. You know what I right, mean? right, right. Like there's the beach LA, there's East LA, there's West LA, there's downtown LA, there's Hollywood. That's just the first ones that come off the top of my head. So yeah, whatever kind of Super Bowl experience you want to have, there's a lot of different there's a big a big variety of things to choose from. 
I'm really excited to see what you guys are going to do. There's just so many things to choose from. So, yeah. well, we're, we're it's going to be funny to listen to you guys all week. We're obviously going to work really hard at the Super Bowl. We're going to try to get the best guests for Albuquerque, going to try to get the best interviews for Albuquerque and the funnest segments that we could possibly provide from L.A. during the Super Bowl events. So keep your ears peeled to 95.9 FM and AM 610 as the boys are going to the bowl next week. When What does L.A. look like when a huge event is there? Well, that's what's so funny about L.A. L.A. is so huge. There could be something ginormous happening there. And if you're only 10 miles away, you, you wouldn't really know. Sure. Because there's just so many things, you know, in L.A. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm trying to think, you know, li- growing up in L.A., I watched the Lakers win championships. Um, I, I, I was living here when the Dodgers won in 2020 um but yeah i'm trying to think like when a team has done really well in la that team for the most part takes over the town so you see laker flags on cars a lot more when you're in the conference championship and and the nba finals i think the same has happened when the dodgers and angels are in the playoffs so i mean like la is definitely a proud city and especially when they're doing really really good so you, you see that a lot more usc took over la for a long time when they were winning national championships but this is the first time, man, since the 80s that this big of an event, I think 84, at the Coliseum the was Olympics. the last time the Olympics were there. Yeah, the Olympics. So you're talking about nearly 40 years. It's been since an event of that magnitude has been. Now, Super Bowl, I want to say in the 93, was at the Rose Bowl in the early 90s? Just off the top of my head, I want to say that was Cowboys-Bills. Yeah, Cowboys-Bills was from L.A. And that was in Pasadena. So Pasadena is another extension of L.A. where the Rose Bowl is. This is where UCLA football plays. There's going to be so many outlets of the Super Bowl that are going to be spread across L.A. County. It's going to be really fun to, to hear what you guys are, are up to all week long out there. Yeah, we're going to try to be as active as possible, get into every event as possible, take every tour possible to us we're not going to turn down interviews we're not going to turn down funny segments we're not going to turn down an opportunity as you all know if you know anything about the boys we're not going to turn down an opportunity to have a good time so that is for sure so the if you saw the rams turn out in their last two games pretty good the top the top bowl was still very sparse and then the Rams didn't exactly have a home field, home field advantage. Yeah, you saw quite a bit of red. Something that you would see. But, but in that's, like, I mean, you have to remember, though, Rams have only been back in L.A. for, sure. what, four or five years? Sure. And, you know, that long period of time that the Raiders had left, the Rams had left, and, I mean, the Chargers were there a really, really long time ago, and then were in San Diego forever, and now are in L.A. There was this long period of time where L.A., had to pick who to root for. You have a huge Raider fan base out there, huge Cowboys, 49ers. Um, Yeah, I mean, there's so many Bay Area transplants that are in L.A. Um, So, yeah, that didn't really surprise me all that much to see the 49ers fan base, you know, show up like that. And plus, even people that still live in Northern California can make their way down to L.A. Right, right. Yeah, but, like, the Bengals? It's going to be interesting to see – I mean, and this is their first Super Bowl since, what, 92? 88. 88, sorry. 88. Oh, it's technically an 89. That Super Bowl. Yeah, 88 the, season The season 89. started in 88, yeah, yeah, and then Super Bowl was 89. Um, <laughs> it's been a long time. A long time. My best friend, Derek Woody, is a lifelong 
Bengals fan. He was born in 86, so he was three years old <laughs> the last time the Bengals were in the Super Bowl. So, like, you know, people like that that grew up in Bengals families, I'm, I'm really curious to see how the Bengal orange spreads into SoFi Stadium because you know they're showing up. That's a very passionate fan base. Yeah, Ohio loves sports. Ohio goes crazy Ohio for football loves our especially. Sports. Football especially. Yeah. yeah. And now that the Bengals are back, and they're a very lovable team. Yeah. So I'm sure, like like you said, lifelong Bengals fan is going to be like, this might be our only shot. When is this? It was right. 1988? Like, you hear the phrase. Is it going to be another 32 <laughs> years? You hear the like, phrase, chance of a lifetime? Sure. This is it. <laughs> like, this right. is, yeah. I mean, look, the Bengals are great now and they're young so could they get back to the super bowl in the next five years or less maybe but you never know hey dan marino went to a super bowl in his what first year or two right never went back yeah and then he tried to sell his soul to the devil and he's and the devil said no dan you're too old i got this guy named tom coming in next (laughs) he's the one that gets to win all the super bowls you guys went pretty hard on Brady uh, the, on the retirement the other in, day. In what way? Right? No, no, I'm saying like you guys oh, talk we talked about, about it a lot. Because right? well, I only yeah, heard yeah. a little bit of the show. It seemed like the whole show was going to be about Brady. I, honestly, we could pick it up again next segment because I thought this was going to be the biggest thing in the news for a long time. But you got Super Bowl. You got Brian Flores. You got baseball lockout. You got the Olympics coming up. The greatest football player in the history of the sport just retired. Yeah. And then what, what else are we going to talk about? Well, we got a lot of other stuff to talk about. It was nice of him to do it this week. I think he was smart about that. You either need to do it before or after the Super Bowl. Don't don't steal a day away from the Super Bowl next week. That was nice of him to do it this week. Um, yeah, it was a big deal for sure. And, and the ramifications of his retirement are going to be really interesting. Who do the Buccaneers bring in? You know, they're they're they're, they're not they're not going to bring in someone that's already there. They're going to bring in someone new, whether it's through the draft or through free agency. And the domino effect of the quarterback carousel in the NFL is going to easily be the most interesting storyline this offseason. Let's talk about the quarterback carousel when we get back. The boys are live at O'Neill's and Knob Hill. Good food, honest drink, and a lot of fun with a lot of good people. The tables are filling up, so get out here before the tables are full. You're listening to Dave and Buster's Presents Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. And welcome back, Albuquerque. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610 D Sports Animal. We're so proud to be sponsored up with O'Neill's, and we are live from O'Neill's today in Knob Hill. The boys will be here from now until 7 o'clock, so come down, have some food, have a drink, and meet the boys. Sitting in for Fred, not only Fred, but sitting in for Fred and Robert Buck D. Gibson, is friend of the show, friend in real life, KOB-TV's very own Brandon Ortega. You were just complimenting O'Neill's during the commercial break, 
and not just because they're one of the sponsors of the show, because you have genuine joy from being here. This You're all smiles, is, I mean, Brandon. This is cool. I mean, I, I could tell when we sat down and started the show that the folks next to us are the regulars because the whole bar is filled. It, it's been filled up. Since, well, well, I when we I go started. to the bar, I'm super surprised no one's taken this corner right here close to us because when I go to the bar, I'm a corner guy. Are you a corner guy? I'm okay. a corner guy for sure. Oh, didn't know that. Learning new things about you every day. You got the regulars on the bar, yeah. and uh, there was only one or two tables taken up, and now they got about ten it's tables taken up. up. So, yeah. This I'm is telling cool, you, man. If, cool if atmosphere. Two weeks ago, was as we switch – uh, O'Neill's locations every Thursday. If two weeks ago was any indication, this place is going to be shoulder to shoulder at about five ten. So if you're going to grab a table and come down and have a beer with the boys, make sure you get down here fast. So we mentioned Tom Brady just briefly last segment, and I want to get like your career journey of Tom Brady. What's it like seeing the overlooked quarterback? His own college didn't even want him. Six round draft pick, one ninety nine, and then uh, and then made him earn the starting job as a senior. I remember, uh, remember yeah. that when he was a senior, and uh, they had a hot recruit coming in, and he had to. He actually didn't start his senior year at Michigan as the starting quarterback. He had to rally them back, like midway through the season, and That's then he correct. took it over after that. Yeah, and then I mean the rest is history with the Patriots and everything. Six round pick, yeah, uh, one of the great stories in the NFL for sure, and. I think it would have been cool to see him finish with the Patriots. He only played two more years. Right. And uh, that would have been cool to see him stay there because now he had a great ending, though, with the Bengals, or sorry, with the Buccaneers, winning that first year with them and taking them to, what, the divisional round this year. So it's not like a lot of other quarterbacks you saw that had these great runs with one team and then spent like a year or two with someone else. Like Phillip Rivers is a great example. Right. He should have been a Charger Lifelong Charger. And uh, what did he play? One more year with the Colts. Brett Favre is another one. Would have been cool to see him end. Uh, but uh, he kept playing. <laughs> well, I think you know, he was like Tom Brady. You know, he played what, into his 40s? 44. Yeah, and they yes, had Aaron Rodgers 40, ready to go. So you can't yeah. blame the, the Packers for moving on. But, yeah, uh, you know, in my lifetime, for sure, watching the NFL, yeah, one of the best stories ever in the NFL. So were you ever, like, a Tom Brady hater? Like, would you ever, like, ugh, not oh, the only, Patriots again, I mean, ugh, I, I, not Tom I, I, Brady I again, Raider, oh, my God. I grew up a Raider fan, so only the year that the Tuck, uh, the, the, the fumble, um, where it was ruled incomplete pass and it should have been a fumble, was that 2000? 99? Oh, one, it? wasn't it? Oh, one, yeah, when the Raiders probably should have went to the Super Bowl that year, and uh, they lost in Foxborough. Maybe maybe that year I was not a big fan of his, but uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. How can you not appreciate greatness? You know, seven Super Bowls, and a million different records he's set. Yeah, it's uh, it's been fun to watch him. So it's going to be fun now to see the next new wave of you know your Patrick Mahomeses and Justin Herberts, Joe Burrow now in the Super Bowl with the Bengals. There's a lot of young talent uh, still coming up and and will eventually come in too behind them. So. Yeah, it's a it's a new era with I, Tom Brady done. I wanted to see how far Tom Brady could stretch it out, because he just keep defi- did, though, de- what, defying father time every <laughs> yeah, single year. It, it just seemed I, like he was never going to stop. It feels like since his late thirties, everyone's been saying, "Ah, oh, he's not going to do it again this year. Oh, he's going to fall off this year." And then oh, when he won the can't... Super Bowl at forty three, you're like, "Well, geez." Okay, what and else dominate, does he need to do? And did so well. 
you're like, okay, he could play for who knows how how much longer, but he ended up feeling like this was it. So he's done now. Yeah, and I don't blame him because, like you mentioned, all the quarterbacks that are coming up in the AFC and a couple sprinkled in in the NFC, but the AFC is an absolute gauntlet now. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Josh, Justin I Herbert. Josh Allen. Yeah, right, Justin yeah. Herbert, Joe Burrow, and you still got Lamar Jackson. Yeah, they're all. He was all, the MVP two yeah, years ago. They're all in that same wave or close to the same wave. And then you have guys like Derek Carr that yeah. can get it done. Um, I mean, the Ra- yeah, I mean, if if not for one play, the Raiders would have beat the Bengals. And you, who knows how far they could have gone. And then um, other other young upstarts. You yeah. got Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones, Zach Wilson. How who knows how good these guys are going to be? Right. Yeah, I think only Mac Jones had a. A decent team surrounding him. So yeah, an ideal situation. We'll see situation. how Trevor Lawrence does uh, if they can get it going with the new. Is it Byron Leftwich now the new head coach? Uh, I, the, it's not on paper is, is yet. Not, it's not on official. Yeah, yet? it's not on paper yet. Yeah, but they he, both agreed. Yeah, it, it did. That had certainly certainly did not work out with Urban Meyer. Um, so they're going to move on. And yeah, there's some great young talent, no doubt about it. That's just quarterbacks. Sure. You know, there's there's great young players all across the board. Yeah, I really wanted to see how long he would stretch it because he led the league in touchdowns and touchdown yardage when he was 44. He'll probably he's, get second in the MVP voting. I don't voting. think he's human. He'll get really. se- second team all pro, and he's 44. I really yeah. wanted to see him, like, stretch it out and just yeah. – he's the undisputed GOAT. If you don't say he's the GOAT, you're an idiot, all right? You have, you have ulterior motives if you say the guy who has more rings – on his own than any other franchise yeah, he, added together. I mean, the fact that he left the Patriots and then won another Super Bowl, like that solidified, okay, was it Tom Brady or was it Bill Belichick? Yeah, I mean, look, they were a great duo, and Belichick had a lot to do with those six Super Bowls, but Tom Brady was the bigger part of it, and he goes to a team that was terrible the year before. Yeah, and I don't, do a Super Bowl. I don't know if I was ever like a Tom Brady hater, per se, because I respect excellence. I, I respect people who work harder than anybody else and try to do it better than anybody he, else, and he succeeded. He's the equivalent of what LeBron is in the NBA, you know, his longevity of success. There's a lot of LeBron haters in the basketball world, and, yeah, in the football world, there's certainly a lot of Brady haters just because of how great he has been, and especially if you're, like, a Jets fan. Sure, you know, And he went sure. to the AFC East. It still you know, hurts, you know. They were stoked to see Tom Brady leave and now ultimately retire. So, yeah, it's a new era, man. Yeah, I mean, there was early in his career where I was like, you know, this is all Belichick. Tom Brady doesn't have the gun. He's just a system quarterback. And, there, and like, there were certain rosters that were loaded. On, like, there were certain Patriot teams right. that were great, and then there was other Patriot teams that overachieved right. to win a Super Bowl. So. You saw, like, in the middle of his career, he started throwing more. He started calling his own plays more. He became, you know, that's when he entered his. He was the focal point. The goat right. phase when you're like, oh, wait, no, this guy can do it all. Like, he's actually legit good. Did you see the time lapse that some TV stations have done with how he looked as a rookie? Yes. His face? Yeah. And then how his face evolved in, yeah. from, what, 23 to 44? He looks younger. He looks younger at 44 <laughs> than 24. It's not and human, it's man. scary. Yeah. So if you're willing to fork over $500 for the TB12 program, you got results. Look at the guy's face. Yeah, that's what he's going on. Do you right like now, avocados? Yeah. <laughs> Boy, do I have the diet program for you. 
When we get back, more uh, to do some Olympics. I, I meant I teased the Olympics. I didn't even talk about yeah, it. Yeah, Olympics start tonight on KOB. I want to say six o'clock. I haven't worked since uh, Tuesday, so I don't know exactly what time. But it's tonight the Olympics start, and uh, yeah, there's some some Team USA storylines, no doubt about it. So, yeah, so Brandon, are you next ten, ten days? Brandon, are you going to be on late at night or the, the normal schedule? I know that Friday night. I know that Friday night. <clears throat> excuse me, our our late show in KOB after the Olympics is at midnight, but I'm off on Friday. <laughs> That's there gonna you be go. Late. Nice. Poor, poor Lee's going to stay up late on Friday night, but uh, every every other show is either a 9.30 show, 10 o'clock, or 10.30, so oh, it'll, be pretty, okay. it'll be pretty similar on KOB as far as the programming in the Olympics go. There will be no New Mexico game day this week and next week because of the Olympics, so that's a big change for me. I'm usually, you know, living in the, in the office well, you all got, day long. you got all this extra free sports. time. Come do some I mean, shows I'll, I mean, the I'll boys. St- we'll still be covering high school sports, just not at the magnitude of all the games we show on, on New Mexico game day. So that's gone on a, on a short little Olympic break, and then as soon as the Olympics are done, right back at it. And then the, then the state tournament's going to be here before you know it in March. And who do the Olympics think they are putting their product against the Super Bowl? Just more, <laughs> yeah. pr- just more proof the world hates Americans. More hot takes like that when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Duke City. It is almost quitting time, but it's already quitting time. It is already 5 o'clock here at O'Neill's. The boys are live from O'Neill's and Knob Hill today. We're so lucky to be partnered up with such a great place that partners with our friends like Locker 505. If you know a kid in need, need some clean clothes, need some help out there, make sure you get a hold of Locker 505. They do absolutely amazing things in the community. And also, speaking of doing big things in the community, we're also proud to be partnered with New Mexico Pinon Coffee. Anything we do out in the community, we're repping New Mexico Pinon, and we're lucky to have them on board. Special shout-out to them. It's a Fredless Thursday, and sitting on deck is Robert Buck D. Gibson. No wait, he's got a pulled hammy. He ain't here. But we do have star of TV and radio, KOB TV's very own Brandon Ortega here live with us at O'Neill's. Next hour, we got New Mexico United's David Carl jumping in with us. And he's all swagged out in his black and yellow already. As usual. And a very formidable mustache coming in over here. I can't wait to talk about that next segment. Brandon. I didn't shave today. The Lady Lobos are – you don't shave – got to shave every other week. What are you talking about, Brandon? <laughs> every other month. <laughs> You're a child. My teenage daughter shaves more than you do. Oh. I don't know if that's worse for me or <laughs> that's, yeah. That was a joke for the both of you, obviously. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> the Lady Sorry, Lobos are legit. Yeah. They're just, they're just storming through the Mountain West. What's the real trajectory? What's the real outlook on the Lady Lobos this year? I think this year, and Coach Bradbury might get mad at me for saying it, it it's NCAA tournament or bust. It's, that, it's just that kind of team. They have had good enough teams the last three or four years 
to make a run at the NCAA tournament. They didn't win the conference tournament last year after winning the regular season championship. And unfortunately, in, in, in NCAA women's basketball, only a few conferences are going to get at-large bids. Sure. And the Mountain West is not one of them at this point. So, yeah, and they had, and I'm telling you, they had a good enough resume playing the entire year on the road, good enough record to be considered for one last year, and they didn't get it. So, yeah, it's it's NCAA tournament or bust. They got to win the conference tournament. They're on the right track to win the regular season tournament. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter to them if they're the one or two seed going into the tournament in Las Vegas for the Mountain West tournament. You got it. You got to win it all. You got you got to win the Mountain West tourney, and you got to punch your ticket to the NCAA tournament. And it doesn't seem like their their RPI ranking right now. They're right at the cusp for being considered an at-large bid, right? No, no. Honestly, we looked at the RPI the other day. Actually, Lee Faria and I, the level insider for men's basketball, uh, yeah, no. he was looking it up. They were like one something. They were like one oh five or one. They were one one's uh, ranking. I looked at had them at forty eight. For the RPI? Yeah. Okay. Well, that would be better. That would be way better. But See, again, that, that's but, right but, on the but, but again, like, they're just in, unfortunately, as good as the season they're having, they're in a conference where they're not going to get an at-large bid. So you got to win it all. Um, and, boy, I just I really appreciate the greatness of the starting five and how well they're doing with not a big bench. Because Mike Bradbury, he's been playing the freshman a little bit more lately. He's been going a little deeper into his bench with like the likes of B.N.A. Cumber, Mackenzie Curtis, Anaya Ogman. But they've been playing just very little, and it's been Paula Reyus has really been their only bench player with the steady five of the Duff sisters, Jaden Gillisarita, the Roswell native, A.T. Anderson at 33 points last night. She's having a great last few weeks. And Shai Magruder, I think, will be the defensive player of the year nice. in the conference. Um, who still has a year of eligibility left, could come back next year, technically a senior. Yeah, they're, they're unbelievable. Um, if not for a loss, a close loss at UNLV, I think they would now be at a 12-game win streak. So they've won, I think, 11 in the last 12, maybe 10 in the last 11. But yeah, they're, they're, they're playing outstanding. Let's move uh, to the men's basketball. Uh, these student athletes, they've had tragedy after tragedy all year. They've been Adversi- playing adversity, no doubt about it. Let's, let's call it adversity. All year, COVID, injuries, short benches, and new they, coach. They, they had one player transfer. And yeah, a transfer. They, they expected to be here. You know, how, for a few honestly, players. how many ways can you tell Lobo Nation, hey, need to be a little patient. This right. is this is year one. Right. This is the first group of transfers. Next year we're going to get our first group of recruits and transfers. Right. Is there any other way you can say you got to be patient? You got to be patient and if you're a diehard fan, like there are, I mean there are so many diehard fans. I mean there's sure. still there's still 8,000 people at the last home game and they were 0 and 7 in conference just, you know, just this past week. So this is a diehard fan base, but when you have these diehards I unfortunately, a few days ago, for the first time, and I think since I've been in New Mexico the last few years, gotten a little bit of a Twitter back and forth. Okay. With the diehards because the diehards are complaining, like, hey, if you really love the Lobos, I don't care what the record is, you're going to go. Sure. And I try to tell them, like, look, bud, you got to win to get your the pit packed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 8,000 is great for so many Division One programs out there. It, Division One programs across country would die to have 8,000 people at their 
at their games. But if you want to pack the pit, yeah, you, you gotta <laughs> you gotta win more games, and you certainly gotta get off to a better start than zero seven in conference. And I think Richard Pitino has a great staff, and I think they are going about it the right way, building this program block by block. Yeah, would people love for it to turn around in one year? Cool, that that would have been awesome, but it's not gonna be turned around in one year. It's gonna take another year or two. Beyond that, it was a complete rebuild. So. Yeah, patience is definitely the key, but I, I understand I understand the people that are getting impatient already. So, Yeah, you know, I under, I understand by, a, you know, fringe Lobo fan, casual Lobo fan, but you got to understand, you got to go there to the game. You got to buy tickets. You got to support the team. You got to buy soda pops. You got to buy oat sodas. You got to get there and actually give them a home field advantage, home court advantage. KOB TV's Brandon Ortega. Thank you for being such a good friend, and thanks for being such a good friend of the show. Love you, Appreciate man. you, buddy. Anytime. We are live from O'Neill's and Knob Hill all the way up until 7 o'clock. The tables are filling up. Come down here and meet the boys. You can see Van's ridiculous mullet in person. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Super producer and DJ Mikey V. You wanted more Run the Jewels? You got it. Yeah, baby. This gets me amped. Special shout out to KOB TV's Brandon Ortega. Joining us in the first hour. Now we're lucky to be joined by New Mexico United's David Carl. What's happening, my guy? Man, how are you, my friend? Doing good. Live from O'Neill's and Knob Hill. It's 5 o'clock for me, too, so I'm about to have me a little oat soda. Oats, that's what you meant by oat soda. You said that last week. A bear. Like, what is an oat soda? What is beer? an oat soda? It's just a bear. Just a bear, brother. That just a sense. bear. I love O'Neal's. How can you not love O'Neal's? Look at all these smiling faces wrapped all around us. Yeah. It's cool ambiance. Great furniture. Come see Bartendress Amber. Drink specials, food specials, and some really bomb Irish food. Yeah, you get down with the Irish food here. I, I do. I'm a I'm a big uh, bangers and mash kind of guy. I love me a good shepherd's pie, fish and chips. Although I think we're veering into English food territory. I think right, there's some overlap right, there. Right. Yeah, sure. Um, but I gotta say, I I wish O'Neill's had the uh, had the geeks who drink back. I used to play here every week. I used to play geeks who drink here. Yeah, we talked about this ad nauseum, man. This yeah. some really good geeks who drink battles used to be hosted here. They got to get that back. Yeah, it was fun. If they haven't already, we just don't know. I could just be behind the times. Yeah, I am. My team that I used to get together was very strong silver medalists. Okay. We're in the running for second place every single time we showed up. We placed or showed almost every time we went to Geeks Who Drink and never won because, like, there was, like, this cohort of UNM professors who would get together. Ah. There was, like, a sports dork, a literature dork. A painting dork, yeah. a dork dork, a math dork. I'm the dork dork. You're the dork um, dork. But okay. we, so when we would play here, our goal was never to win. We didn't want to win. We had a an arch rival, if you will. They were Carl and the OGs. If you're listening, I'm, I can't get you out of my head, <laughs> Carl and the OGs. And our goal was just to beat them. Didn't care where we finished in the standings. Okay. Just wanted to beat them. And more often than not, we did. Nice. Yeah. Carl, if you're out there. 505-246-0610. Challenge David Carl of the New Mexico United to a Geeks Who Drink battle because you just got called out, son. Let's go. Let's arm wrestle or something. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, what is going on with New Mexico United? The season is creeping up as fast as possible. 
Season tickets are flying off the shelves. Where are you guys at? Oh, 4,500, which is a crazy number to say. Um, And just to provide a little bit of context on that number, in 2019, when we led the entire league in attendance at over 12,000, 12,697 was our average attendance in 2019, uh, first in the league by a pretty hefty margin, we had, I believe it was 3,300. So we are 1,200 more than we had for the entire season in our record-setting season. So to say that the support is there would be a heck of an understatement. And if, if you're a New Mexico United fan, whether you're a hardcore curse fan or you're a passive fan or you just like to get down on what's going on in Albuquerque, you have to check out when the New Mexico United turned the lab black and yellow. It's black and yellow painted as far as the eye can see the turnout is phenomenal and you know i came in your guys inaugural year yeah and i was i didn't miss a match and it's so much fun whether you're a hardcore soccer fan you are football extraordinaire whatever you're into new mexico united when they're at home that's the place to be in albuquerque yeah and i think one of the things that got me into it in the first place because i didn't work for the team forever i was a fan as you know um, was that kind of come-one-come-all attitude, right? It, whether you are that super fan or whether you're even brand new to soccer, you've never been to a game in your life, you've never even watched 90 minutes on, on TV, it doesn't matter. It's a come-one-come-all, everybody's welcome. And that was kind of one of the things that, for me, was, I don't know, that, that welcoming sense that any, anybody can come and just be proud of New Mexico and have a hell of a time at the match was, was awesome. And, so, and, it, and it is a hell of a time because even when the lab isn't at full capacity – and you got COVID regulations, yep. and it might be a Tuesday night or some weird weekday. It's still packed. It's still rowdy, and it's still an absolute blast. Yeah. What? Everyone knows that you know we're in a Spanish state. We're in a soccer-loving state. This is a, a big area for football. Sure. OG football here. What What is it beyond the culture that makes New Mexico so you? united so popular here in albuquerque yeah i think a big part of it is we're we're local right we're we're from here these are this is not some giant team that just decided to plop down in new mexico it's not the dallas cowboys just coming here and doing training camp we we live here we're from here we've been here we work with local companies local partners um we're new mexicans and we're proud to be new mexicans i think is the biggest thing we we're so proud of who we are where we're from um and what we do as long as you love me, uh, this, is, uh, this is just so something we're proud. We're proud to be New Mexican. I think is is just the biggest thing for us. Um, so yeah, it's just who we are at our core. So from what I understand, single game tickets mm. are opening up. What are you guys doing for that event? Yeah. So again, the season tickets are already on sale. We have some multi game packages that are on sale at the same time. Uh, we've talked about, you know, there's a half game plan if you don't want to do the full season. You can pick your nine games, which is awesome. There's a Wednesday Warrior package where you can go through and get all the Wednesdays, which I believe are five this year. Uh, there's a theme night um, package where you get all of the theme nights and all the matches where we give away the flags that people seem to love, uh, which is really, really cool. But then, as you mentioned, the single game tickets, those are going on sale this Saturday. And online, they'll be on sale at 11. But if you want to get to the team store at 9, you get a two-hour head start on those people who are online. You get in at 9 a.m. There's going to be some free signed giveaways to the first few people in the door, free coffee, free donuts, all that kind of fun stuff. So it's going to be at 9 a.m. At, on Carlisle and Central, not too far from where we are here at O'Neill's. Yeah, just uh, one city block down from where we are right now at O'Neill's in Knob Hill. The boys will be here from now until 7 o'clock, so come grab a pint 
come grab some fish and chips or whatever else you're into here at O'Neill's in Knob Hill. I'm on uh, Brandon Ortega's laptop here. Is that right? That is correct. Yes. He, he uh, needs to clean his disk space. Completely full. Your oh disc is no, almost full. Brandon! Brandon, your disk space together, is almost man. full. My goodness. Thanks, thanks for the heads up. This is, Hope you're listening, Brandon. This is the kind of problems we solve here on Two Men On on 95.9 FM. <laughs> Quality content. The sports animal. <laughs> so what's, what's the big storyline coming into this season? Is it the new coach? Is it the new players? I mean, what's, what's going on? Yeah, I, I think both of those are huge ones. You know, Zach Prince was obviously our first assistant coach sure. for the first three years under Troy Lesane. He moves into the new role as Troy moves on, moves on to the MLS with New York Red Bulls. Um, it'll be interesting to see. You know, we've never had another head coach before. So what's Zach, what's, what is Zach going to do that's different from what Troy's done? What's he going to do that's the same? And that can be tactically on the field. That can be in the locker room. Are we going to have kind of a different identity as a team? Are we going to be more attacking, more defensive? I mean, there's a ton of stuff to look at with regard to that. And then, yeah, you mentioned the new players. We've brought in eight new players this season. Um, that's something that's really excited, including, you know, some real goal scorers, some defensive stalwarts. Nico Brett uh, scores about a million goals a minute. That guy is, is incredible. Alexi Suahi is an incredible defender. Radio Vuka, great left back. I mean, we'll see more. You've got all these new players coming in from around the world, by the way. Um, and it'll be exciting to see what United can bring. And, and we mentioned with those, you know, those 4,500 season tickets going, it's going to be tough to get tickets, probably tougher than it's ever been. Uh, for this club, so I would really recommend people probably get those soon, especially if we get off to a hot start. It's going to be a hot ticket. I remember what the lab was like for the New Mexico United pre-COVID, mm-hmm. and if that's any indication of the excitement for this season, it is going to be the place to be yeah. if it's not already. Can we talk about Nico a little more? Yeah, of course. Because this guy's a stud. Yeah, He is a very good get yeah, for N- this club. Nico's like, played on the Jamaican national team. Uh, he had 18 goals last year, which was good for, I believe, fifth in the entire USL championship. He is sixth all-time in USL championship goals scored, despite the fact that he's only 27. I mean, that's just kind of gives you just an idea of the consistency he's had in his career. He's got several, several, several years to go in that career. Wouldn't be surprised to see him near the top of the list by the time his career is over. Um, you know, obviously hoping he can stay healthy for that entire career. And that's another thing that he's done really well. He's stayed healthy, which has allowed him to score all of those goals. And then you've got guys behind him, like Amanda Moreno, who was awesome last year. Chris Weehan, who came back in halfway through and led the team in scoring by himself, despite the fact that he only played half a season for New Mexico United. These guys combining, Preston Taboritaka, one of our new players who's coming in from Hartford, he's a goal scorer. He's a speedster as well. But what he's going to flash down the right field line and, kind of be unstoppable i would imagine so we're going to score goals this year in a way i don't think we ever have we got to get chris out on the golf course i see him on instagram and he's quite the golfer there's nothing i love more than having a couple beers and being emasculated on the golf course (laughs) by way better athletes so it's one of my favorite things to do he uh he actually recently started a vlog where he's going out with somebody to the golf course and just doing a one-hole match play so they go and they'll do they each do their first stroke and then they get on the the cart and they do almost like a quick little interview a one-on-one interview and then they'll go and do their next stroke and it's it's a really cool format uh he's doing a great job with that but so bees loves soccer bees loves golf we're talking about trying to get together i know we've talked about this with you and i and with fred before in the past a foot golf tournament yeah that would be incredible we'd love to do something like yeah we uh, we planted the seed and uh we had some takers but you know covid regulations covid restrictions and it's just so hard to do 
But I think now that things are opening up and the weather's about to turn and yep. Omicron isn't as deadly, so I think it's time to to reopen those ideas and have a big charity outdoor foot golf tournament. Yeah, that's something I would absolutely love to participate. I'm really bad at golf and I'm mediocre at soccer, so it seems like it'd be perfect for me. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> we are, we're going to go from New Mexico United football to American football when we get back. You're listening to Dave and Buster's Presents Two Men On. We are live at the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Legacy Banker mobile studio here at O'Neill's and Knob Hill. You're listening 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Albuquerque. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. If you're stuck in traffic today, be thankful that you're not stuck in traffic yesterday as 24-hour snowpocalypse hit Albuquerque out of what I would perceive as nowhere because I don't check the weather every five minutes at every, like everyone else does apparently. Apparently neither the salt truck. I had, I had no idea what was coming. I'm doing the show at the studio last night, and then I get a text like, is it snowing on you right now? Look out the window, and there's just a foot of snow everywhere. Like, <laughs> I look out the window, I can't see the Al Hurricane Pavilion yeah. fr- from the foot of snow. So I considered i work in downtown i'm excuse me not hill rather i considered really thought about leaving at like i don't know 4 30 because i i knew that we were going to get a little bit of snow during the five o'clock hour so i wouldn't have to go through it's like nah, i'll just hang out till five there's nothing outside 20 minutes later i look outside it's, oh my god yeah and then i it took two and a half hours to get home are you uh are you a west, you're a west sider i'm right? a west sider yeah. and that's there's nothing worse than snow or a wreck when you're trying to cross the river oh yeah and there were about 30 wrecks between where I got on, which is, you know, near Carlisle, near this exit here, and then I got off at Coors, and, oh, my God, it was it was an ice rink when you got off at Coors. But prior to that, I just sat still for about an hour. Hey, Van, floor. Van, how about the guy that was doing donuts in the uh, par- empty parking lot <laughs> yeah. during our show? I, I was going to get to that. Right, a, I hear a screech during one of the commercial breaks last night, and I look out the window <laughs> There's a guy doing donuts on Roma Street, in the right, snow. right in the snow, right in front of the studio. <laughs> yeah, have your fun. Just be safe, right? Yeah, as long as he's not hurting anybody else, I suppose. Got to send a special shout out to Electric Playhouse, friend of the show, partner, and uh, future wiffle ball teammates so at Electric Playhouse. I heard about that, and I know New Mexico United has a great relationship with Electric Playhouse as well. We do, we do. We're actually going to have an event coming up there soon as well. We haven't put it out there yet but uh if you're a fan of the club you know every year we have a black and yellow bash which is one of our biggest events of the year stay tuned details on that coming very shortly also i want to play wiffle ball slash dodgeball oh my god it's so fun we um we came in hot with the wiffle ball idea yeah it sounds great using, called me about it. using electric playhouses like digital technology and casting a field on the wall and yeah. locating where the ball the trajectory of the ball where it would have went love that and they said, well, we've also been talking about doing a, a dodgeball night. Mm-hmm. Like, we're your guys. Well, I remember in 2019, before all this COVID madness, we did our black and yellow bash there. Or may have been, actually, no, it was early 2020, uh, before the pandemic hit. And they had this really cool room where they had a bunch of dodgeballs, and you throw the ball against the wall, and it 
you get points based on where right. you hit it. You got to hit targets. Sure, sure, sure. That's so cool. Yeah, I love that. So it's going to be the same kind of thing with the wiffle ball. Same right? kind of thing with the wiffle ball. You know, single, double, triple, home run, depending yeah. on the trajectory of the ball coming off the wiffle ball bat. But we're just so honored to be uh, working with Electric Playhouse on this really cool activity for the Albuquerque community. Let's go from football to football. Let's do it. And I can't talk about this guy enough. And loyal listener, 505-246-0610, call and ask me to shut up about the GOAT Tom Brady because we're lucky to witness greatness over this man's 22-year career. And I know you're a football fan, yeah, David, here Am with uh, David think- Carl at New Mexico United. You have a different outlook than I do on Tom Brady. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm more aligned with a loyal listener here. Loyal listener may be me because I despise Tom Brady. <laughs> uh, I don't deny his talent. It's certainly there. But when you get caught cheating twice, not once, but twice in two different ways. Oh, I think he got caught like, cheating like seven different ways. Yeah. So I, I don't I – don't, I don't have any respect for that guy. Um, it also doesn't help that he beat my Eagles in the Super Bowl once. We beat him once in the Super Bowl, too. You got him back. Nice. Yeah, uh, got him back. But, uh, yeah, I've, I've got no respect for cheaters. You know, uh, Barry Bonds was a great player and should have been in the Hall of Fame until he took steroids. Tom Brady, I know he will be in the Hall of Fame, and he's one of the greatest quarterbacks to play the game, but I have no respect for him. You can't, you can't deflate the ball. You can't, you know, spy on your opponents using video and expect me to respect you. So does Tom Brady care about my respect? No. No, he does not. Absolutely not. He no, doesn't no, no, no. exist, nor should he. He's going to just fall asleep comfortably on his pile of money next to his supermodel wife and not think about David Carl a second. Meanwhile, I'm going to hang out here at, at Wonderful O'Neill's, which I love. <laughs> yeah, So we're exactly. both winning there. Yeah, everyone's a winner here on Two Men On. So I, I got all the respect in the world for the guy, and I get why people hate him because – for 20 years, it was all Patriots. Every other year, it seemed like they won another one. Every yep. other year, oh, my God, Tom Brady's again. Oh, my God, Tom Brady came back. Oh, my God, Adam Vinteri kicked another field goal. Oh, my God, here they are doing it again. Sure. Now, is there a piece of why I hate him included in, in the fact that he was so good? Sure. Sure. 100%. Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. But at the same time, again, can't can't respect a cheater, can't do it. It's just... Again, and, and to get caught multiple times in multiple ways is just something else entirely. And I'm sure you and Fred have already talked about this, but I wasn't here, so I'm going to say it. Okay. How about the fact that he didn't even mention the Patriots in his retirement message? That big diatribe, several pages long, sure. doesn't even mention the Patriots. Yeah, I think that's a lot of shade. Yeah, oh yeah. But uh, we had a Boston sports fan call in yesterday and and tell us that he gave a heartfelt goodbye to the New England organization when he actually left the Patriots. Yeah. But so all the nice things that he said about Tampa Bay and the Buccaneers, he already said about the Patriots organization not the on his way out of there. It's not the same. So my, my favorite NFL player of all time is Brian Dawkins. Love Brian Dawkins. Again, I'm a diehard Eagles fan. He played with us for the vast majority of his career, but also played with the Broncos for a few, year tor- few years towards the end of his career. If when he retired, he focused entirely on the Broncos, that would have really hurt me as a fan. He didn't. He focused on the Eagles, and he focused on the Broncos, and I thought that was the right way to do it. I, I could see that, and I could see how it looks like shade on Tom Brady's part. But also Tom Brady leaked that he was retiring <laughs> the day after Big Ben retired. Yeah. So I think he's poking at a lot of people. And then Adam Schefter reports on it, and then Adam Schefter is told that he's wrong, and then Adam Schefter is right. And, the right. Yeah. Right. In a span of 72 hours, he went from retired to unretired to – Quit putting my name when you don't know what's going on to being friggin' retired. He was right so, the whole time. Yeah. Schefter was right the so whole time. So Shefty was right the whole time. NFL insider Adam Shefty, correct again. Good yeah. job, buddy. Yeah, but uh, I, I won't miss him. 
Um, you know, it's it's so interesting to see all these guys leaving, though. I mean, it's 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 the quarterbacks of kind of the, the last generation, really. You've got Brady going, you've got Roethlisberger going, you've got a few others who uh, there are a few others that retired recently. Um, Rivers, gone. Rivers retired Rivers recently. Gone. Uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers <laughs> has a couple years left, but I imagine he's going to be retiring sometime in the next few years. And you've got kind of a new generation. Is, is Patrick Mahomes the leader of the new generation? Is Joe Burrow the leader of the new generation, which is, is crazy to even think about. I'll follow Joe Burrow off a cliff. I like Joe Burrow. He's the coolest, swaggiest, funnest young quarterback out there. The Bengals are just fun, though. I mean, the wide receiving core they have, by the way, I think is one of the most underrated so strong. in football. So strong. And especially coming into this year, nobody really talked about that wide receiver. They talked a little bit about Jamar Chase, but not that much. No. Uh, and so, you know, between him and Higgins, I mean, it's it's fun. They're just fun to watch. And I think it's, it's really interesting that in the NFC Championship game you had arguably – two of the best wide receivers in the entire game playing against each other. And now you've got another two of the best wide receivers in Cooper Cup and Jamar Chase playing against each sure. other. I mean, it's it truly is a passing league. It's a wide receiver dominant league, and that's not just for fantasy football anymore. Yeah, that's exactly right. And a thing we talked about a couple weeks ago is all the elite quarterbacks in the NFL made it to the playoffs. There's not a lot of, like, upper-level elite guys that weren't the face of their franchise and didn't make it into the playoffs. So just like you said, it's a a wide receiver league, it's a quarterback league, it's a passing league. All the best quarterbacks made it into the playoffs this year. And I can tell you, again, I'm an Eagles fan. We had the the best rushing attack in the entire league. We're one and done in the postseason. I mean, we barely made it in in a bad NFC, in my opinion. The AFC is a better conference, I think. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a that's a really good point. It's just it's a pa- passing dominant league. It's the way it is. I briefly mentioned Aaron Rodgers earlier, and we could we could do more of this after the break. But why would he want to go to the AFC? It's, I I like him in Nashville. I really do. Um, I think that's just a really nice fit for him. Um, I think there's opportunities for him to. Well, I mean, you've got you've got to respect the run game in Nashville. You have no choice. Sure. Uh, if if everybody stays healthy, obviously, so opens up a lot of passing lanes for him. If he's not going to stay in Green Bay, um, which all it doesn't seem as though he's going to, Nashville's something that I like for him. I've heard, you know, we've heard he potentially could go to Jacksonville, something like that. So I don't know. It'd be interesting to see where he goes. Jacksonville would be crazy for them to like dive in that fast when yep. they got a twenty-year franchise quarterback that they just picked. But I like I like um I think Denver's the obvious fit. Sure. Because you know his old offensive coordinator is there, his old quarterback slash tight end coach is there, and he's actually friends with these people. So I don't know if it was like a legitimate hire on behalf of the Broncos, or they're just Aaron Rodgers chasing at this point. Yeah, I mean I wouldn't be surprised to see several teams Aaron Rodgers chasing. I mean, if your team does not have a franchise quarterback or you're not entirely sold on your franchise quarterback, why not give the guy who's got a couple years left a chance while you look for the next generation maybe you draft a quarterback that's going to be ready in two to three years and then try and pick up Aaron Rodgers to lead you and and kind of be what Brett Favre was to Aaron Rodgers in that respect and that's a tough thing to do because if you draft a guy with a high draft pick you don't have that high draft pick because you just gave it up for Aaron Rodgers. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. So how are you going to draft his replacement when but you don't I, have any draft picks left? But, I mean, there are, there are a few teams. Uh, the Giants come to mind. They've got, I believe, three picks in the top ten. Right. Um, so, I mean, it, it's there. It's a, it's a possibility for a few teams. The Eagles have three, I believe, in the top 15. 
Um, so, I mean, that's something where trades have already happened and maybe you've got the ability to package those for the top pick or package a few of them, get a quarterback relatively early, and get Aaron Rodgers to train them. You are listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Duke City. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. We start our mornings every day at the YMCA. We get our sweat on. We get our swole on at the Y. But the Y is a lot more than just a gymnasium. They do so much for the community, for the children of the community, and for the underserved. And we're so proud to be partners with the YMCA. If you need a place to work out, I would highly recommend the YMCA. Or if you're looking to do something for your local community, please check out the YMCA. You know, I was a camp counselor at the Y. Get out. I was. In my high school high school summers, had a great time. Where were you at? Uh, that was in Philadelphia. Philadelphia? Yeah. Okay, the Philly Y. Yeah, it was awesome. I bet that's a lot rougher Y. It was fun. It was fun. We would go <laughs> We would go out. Uh, we didn't just stay in Philly. We would go out and kind of in the boonies sometimes. Sure. That's what it's all about. Go to the lake, all that kind of fun stuff. Like the great. YMCA Camp Shaver here in Hamas. There you go. Yeah. It was fun. We're here sitting in with uh, David Carl here at O'Neill's. Good food, honest drink at O'Neill's and Knob Hill. Make sure you come check us out. Come say hi to the boys. You can see Van's mullet in person, or you can see David Carl's new bludgeoning mustache. This is what happens. Things looking good, man. This is what happens when uh, I get a snow day. Okay. And we don't have to go into the office. I shaved yesterday. That's a day of growth? Uh, Two days now, a day and a half. Oh, my God. Uh, it's, It's a problem. Is, I, I didn't think Carl was Turkish. What is <laughs> yeah, that? Where the, is na- that? <laughs> the name's German. I'm German and Italian. Okay, so okay. I can see Italian. I see a little Italian in there. All there, right. There you go. Well, so we're going to be talking some hoops here for a minute, and it's all Phoenix and Golden State. Who can challenge these two juggernauts in the West? I, I mean, I'd demarcate them further. I don't think anybody can challenge Phoenix. I think Phoenix is Tier 1, Golden State is Tier 2, and everybody else is just chasing. I think Phoenix is the best team we've seen in a long time since some of those Golden State teams from a few years back. And what I what I really like and what I really respect about Phoenix, while they do have really good players, they don't have like a big three. They don't have like a hand-picked group of superstars. I don't know that I agree with that. I mean, I guess well, what, see, what you would call, you call Let's, let's say right? they're not a hand-picked super team. That's true. I okay, agree they're, with that. They're all, they're all developed. They're all homegrown. They play a style of team basketball that's not really prevalent in all of the NBA. And, they've and got, it's fun to watch. It is. And the thing is, this game has become, over the years, we've talked about it, but over the years, this game has become more and more of a shooter's game than it ever was, right? Obviously, you can go as far back as throwing in the three-point line, but it really became a shooter's league when Ray Allen really started to come into his own. And then it became it got to another level when Steph Curry started doing his thing. You have, in my opinion, the best backcourt in the NBA in Booker and Paul. I mean, it's, it's it's unfair. It's insane. It's unfair. Um, and and that's despite the fact that Chris Paul hasn't been entirely healthy this entire time. But then you've got Bridges coming, and he's shooting something like close to seventy percent over the last week, and they're just they're unbeatable. I mean, ten was it ten in a row now, eleven in a row, something like that. Yeah. It's it Win is eleven. It's fun. Don't get me wrong. Like big man teams, like you know the the, the Shaq Lakers that we used to see back in the sure. day, or even you know Yao Ming and, and and the Rockets were fun, but. 
in my opinion, the most fun type of basketball isn't necessarily that bruising thing. It's it's showing off the skill that a guy like Chris Paul has, the ability that he has, one, to shoot, but it's more fun to watch him pass. I love the way he distributes. Um, yeah, they're just fun to watch. Chris Paul's court vision is amazing. It's among the best ever. The way he sees plays develop, I'm assuming it he sees it in slow motion. Because he, he sees plays develop before they happen. Yeah. And just like a slight movement, it's kind of like a pump fake for a quarterback. You kind of get the defense to do one little thing, and then what you had in mind the whole time, boom, you didn't see that coming, did you? And let me give you an analogy to another sport. He's got those – it's 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 like a track, track star, right? Those quick twitch fibers. The thing that separates the 100-meter dash winner from second place is being the first off the line as soon as the gun goes. I mean, he's a guy who, like you said, he recognizes just – the quick twitch of an opponent slightly moving left, and the ball's already out. Yeah. It's a bounce pass to the guy in the lane, and it's it's beautiful to watch. He's always been one of the best assist guys in the league, but he's just his passing is the most impressive part of his game to me. No, I agree completely. I mean, he's the the court general, and I haven't seen from from my generation from growing up and watching point guards. You know, I grew up. Uh, I'm an '80s kid and a '90s kid, so obviously I got to see a lot of John Stockton. Yeah, of course. And the way he would run a court and the way he would run plays, it would all go through him. It would all go through uh, the playbook. But it seems like when Chris Paul is doing these John Stockton-like things, that it's he's doing it on the fly. Yeah. He's freestyling. He's just painting. He's. I've also never seen a player get so many assists out of ISO. That's, that's a fun thing, too, right? So, you know, ISO is typically set up for... It, Sometimes a point guard, sometimes a shooting guard, sometimes even a forward. But usually one of the smaller players to start up top, find their space, go to the lane, and, and, and get points. But he starts an ISO so often and then just finds somebody every single time. You know, whether it's it's Bridges, whether it's Crowder, whether it's it's Booker. I mean, he had what? They played the – here you go. They played the Nets in their most recent game. Who, By the way, we can talk about the Nets who have been just plummeting. Uh, but, you know – 14 assists in that game, I would be willing to bet that 10 to 12 of them were out of an ISO setup, which is not something that typically happens. It's fun to watch. It, it's, it, it's new NBA, mm-hmm. and it's, it's a new thought process on how to play the game. I, I agree with you. I mean, obviously wins and losses, that'll tell you where, you're, where you are in the sure. world, right? But the Warriors with a healthy Steph and a healthy Clay and a healthy Draymond, who is hurt right now, yep. and it doesn't, it doesn't seem that, like, Clay has his sea legs yet either. Yeah. he went through an awful stretch right when he came back. And he's being more clay-like recently. But right when they get clay back, Draymond's gone. Mm-hmm. Well, and then you've, I mean, you've got Moses Moody. You've got Jonathan Kaminga. These are rookies, by the way, yeah. who are contributing 20 and 25 points in recent games. Uh, when you have those guys who can be kind of role players in addition to clay when he's healthy, uh, being a leader, and obviously you've got Steph. I mean, that's, that's what makes <laughs> – champions right you have one or two stars or if you're not doing you know the big three style you have one or two stars and then you have role players that step up under that leadership i mean that's that's what builds champions so and uh, and and they got an embarrassment of riches because they have an all-star in wiggins mm -hmm. who gets no love whatsoever and fewer minutes than he should as well sure and again jordan Poole coming in and taking some of that as well i mean you they are so deep they're deeper than phoenix is i will say that they are yeah they are deeper it's it's a shame that you can't have two western conference teams in the finals because these are far and away the two best teams in the league in my opinion well i mean if you look at it like it's going to be in football the afc in the coming years this season you know notwithstanding but in the coming years with 
the embarrassment of riches that is the quarterback position yep. in the AFC, it seems like the AFC championship is going to be the Super Bowl every year, just like in the NBA where the Western Conference championship is going to be the NBA championship every year. Well, and the NFL has become a shooter's league too, to mix, mix metaphors there. You know, it's, it, it is that passing league that we talked about. And it's, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be that AFC quarterback because they have the embarrassment of riches and against pretty much whoever is the quarterback for the Rams because it's just the way they play the game, right? So that I know we're, we're bouncing back and forth between sports here, but the, <laughs> the ability of the Rams, the scheme the Rams have, whoever is throwing the ball as long as they're not throwing a million interceptions, I mean, they're going to be competitive. Going, They're going to be competing for the NFC title every single year because they throw the ball better than anybody. Having Cooper Cup there certainly helps. That helps, and Robert Woods and Odell Beckham Jr. And, yeah, speaking of embarrassment of riches, that wide receiver core in the yeah. future of the Rams mm-hmm. is pretty bonkers. The boys are at O'Neill's and Knob Hill. Come get your drink specials. Come get your food specials and come say hi to the boys. Special shout-out to the YMCA. We start our day at the YMCA every day. They do so much for the community, and we're so lucky to be a sponsor with them. You're listening to 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. <laughs> I love our commercial breaks. Welcome back to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. I stand by it. The boys are doing happy hour at O'Neill's today. Come hang out with us till 7 o'clock. Food specials, drink specials. And pretty soon you're going to get to meet the voice of the pit, the voice of the lab. Up next on Two Men On is Dylan Storm of the Isotopes and Lobos. What a name. Dylan, Dylan Storm. Storm. He's like got the name and the voice, right? Dylan Storm. But now, for the past hour, been so honored to be hanging out with New Mexico United's David Carl, talking sports, talking United, and talking about some way crazier stuff during the commercial break. I'm glad we didn't have a hot mic again this time. I stand by <laughs> what I said. This place, <laughs> this place is filling up. We got about four tables left. If you're hungry, if you're thirsty, come down to O'Neill's and Knob Hill. Come check out the beautiful ambiance and great food and good people here at O'Neill's and Knob Hill. They just got to get rid of Dan Snyder, right, David? Uh, They've been saying that for how many years? That's the cancer that's ruining this organization. And the thing is, nobody hates Dan Snyder more than Washington fans. That's the thing. Like, nobody likes Dan Snyder, to be very clear. But I have plenty of friends who are Washington. I guess they're Commanders fans now. Um, they're not. <laughs> they're not. No. That's a good point. They're, they're still Redskins fans, and they don't care. Football team at, at yeah. least. Uh, but, yeah, they hate Dan Snyder. Everybody hates Dan Snyder, and, and it would appear uh, with these newest allegations. Doesn't, doesn't know how to sign free agents. Yeah. Doesn't know how to keep coaches happy. Doesn't know how to name a football organization. And doesn't know how to keep his hands and his employees' hands off of his other employees. Yeah. What's going on with Uncle Touchy over here? The man doesn't know how to run a football team. Good period. Lord. I don't understand how somebody like that is still able to stay in that position. Like, there, there are rules set in place. There are standards set in place by the league. It's tough to become an owner of an NFL football team. It's very, you don't just, it's not just if you have money. There's a whole process. There's a vetting process. The other owners have to approve you. Sure. Is there not any sort of, some sort of, you know, after the fact, once you're in, you're in? You can do whatever the hell you want? That doesn't seem right. I, yeah, it's kind of like the Skull and Bones right. kind of club, you know, like the secret society of NFL owners. Like if, if he 
hasn't done enough to get his team stripped from his hands so far. What what dirt? What dirt does he have on Goodell? What dirt does he have on Jerry Jones or whatever that allows him to still own this organization? Yeah, multiple sex scandals, the racist stuff, the bigotist stuff. You know, all the John, all the John Gruden stuff came out of the investigation of his organization. Well, you also need to to recognize what league you're dealing with here. This is the the league that is allowed what Brian Flores is talking about to exactly go on for the last few years yep. as well. Yep, so point. I, I'm not necessarily surprised by it. This is kind of par for the course with the NFL, but it is disgusting one way or the other. Yeah, I agree completely. Like you got to the first time this happens. Look what look what the NBA did to Donald Sterling. That's right. Got him out. The first time they had any evidence of any kind of racist, bigotist stuff, they yanked him right out. Doesn't seem what, to matter in the NFL. What does Dan Snyder have on the rest of these owners that he just gets to get away with this all the time? Yeah, it's it's infuriating as a fan. I can imagine it'd be even worse if I was a Washington fan. Thankfully, I'm not. Huh. Um, but in addition to that, it doesn't seem like Washington get out of, can get out of their own way after all this time, right? There's been all this conversation about them eventually changing their name. They finally do it after, what, two years of this whole Washington football team saga, and the next day this happens. So they of can't course. get out of their own way. Yeah, they can't get out of their own way. They can't keep their mouth shut, and they can't keep them hands of themselves. Yep. Like, come on, people. Grow the hell up! It's just an embarrassment of a football team. It's an embarrassment of a, it's an embarrassment of a football team, and it's an embarrassment to the NFL that they can't stay out of the media cycle for something negative for five friggin' minutes. Yeah, that's right. Hey, I'm going to the Pro Bowl this weekend. Okay. Yeah. There you go. That's what we call a pivot in the business. I hope Dan <laughs> Snyder doesn't ruin that too. Yeah. Uh, if he's there, maybe I'll reconsider. Uh, <laughs> but I was so I was looking at it the other day. I was just kind of looking at. Obviously, there's plenty to do in Vegas, right? So I'm going to be there for the weekend, and then I noticed. I don't know if this has ever happened before. Two sports having their All-Star game in the same city on the same weekend. The NHL All-Star game is, is this weekend as well in Las Vegas. Whoa, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't either. I have a sports talk radio show, and I had no idea both All-Star games were in the same city. I was legitimately, I'm, I'm legitimately considering getting a ticket to the NHL All-Star game because the Pro Bowl's on Sunday, NHL All-Star game's on Saturday. Yeah, Tickets you, are you relatively go. affordable. I, I feel like i got to go. I, I think you're... Obligated to go. I just want to see gritty. You should be compelled to go. I, go, I want to see gritty. That's that's really what it is. The best mascot <laughs> in sports. Oh, God. The best mascot in sports. Okay, first off, we got Dylan Storm of the Isotopes right here. Yeah. Don't hurt Orbit's feelings. I love Orbit. Orbit's Orbit. the bomb. Orbit is wonderful. We're blessed to have Orbit in this city. Orbit's ears. But, they go up in the air. It's the cutest thing okay, in the world. Gritty is pretty sweet. Gritty, uh, the thing I love about Gritty is, yes, he's adorable and cuddly, but he will also beat you in a fight. Yes. Yeah. He's like, he's uh he's violent and adorable and that that's not very commonly like together. I think they based him off of an anteater, <laughs> an alien, a stuffed animal, and Charles Oakley. <laughs> that's that's the vibe I get from Gritty. Well, they say his you know the the thing his his father was a bully and that's a reference to the Broad Street Bullies of the nineteen uh-huh. seventies, the Philadelphia Flyers. So they, it kind of gives him excuse to be kind of a jerk. All the time, he, you know, one of his big things is he throws entire cakes at people's faces That's if sweet. they're wearing other teams' jerseys. Love it. So I want to go to the All Star game and see that happen to all the other teams. Gritty, Gritty is is the best thing to happen to the NHL in a long time. And I love troll mascots. Yeah, it's the best. The San Diego Chicken, great example of that. Love the San Diego Chicken. I could do a whole episode here on just mascots. Okay, single game tickets for the New Mexico United open up on Saturday at eleven online. Yep. But if you want to get them early Nine and you want to get some free swag and you want to meet some people, 9 o'clock. Team store, 9 o'clock? Yep, right on the corner of Central and Carlisle. 
Uh, again, you're going to get a two-hour head start on those people who do it online. And, yeah, maybe get yourself some free swag. going to be a fun time. So what spots of the lab are open if, they, if you're like, okay, I like this angle? Yeah, there are approximately four seats left in the entire stadium. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, actually, one of my favorite spots in the entire stadium to watch the game, it's not down low. It's not, you know, right there on the field. It's actually up in the upper deck section, 205. Um, and it's just the best view of the entire pitch. It's actually right at center pitch, um, and you can see absolutely everything. It's a little further back. I think it's, it's also it's a little cheaper than going down in the lower bowl. Sure. I think it's the best seat in the house. I love it up there, and there are still seats available in 205. So. And beautiful sunset views of the Sandia. Oh, yeah. And East Albuquerque, which, except for one little stretch, is the best part of the city. Well, some might argue. Sure, sure. I'm a, I'm a big West Side guy. David Carl, the New Mexico United. Thanks so much for sitting in with us today. Van, thanks for having me, man. Really appreciate you. More sports talk when we get back with Dylan Storm of the Isotopes. We are still at O'Neill's and we are still partying. We're still having our happy hour. There's still food specials and drink specials. Get on down here to O'Neill's in Knob Hill and have some fun with us. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Oh, my goodness, DJ Mikey V. He knows how to turn it up at the top of the hour. Plays a run the jewels for his boy, Van. Hello, Albuquerque. I'm Van Nunley, co-host of Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. And the boys are down at O'Neill's in Knob Hill all the way up until 7. Lucky for us, we have a lot of great sponsors in the community, like Electric Playhouse. Ooh, did I tell you that we're doing a wiffle ball league at the Electric Playhouse? You mentioned that. I've heard about it. Not like outside in the parking lot. <laughs> Inside Electric Playhouse. Inside Electric Playhouse. Hey, Playing some wiffle ball. It's the voice of God. I, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go. Mikey, you're the voice of God when it's when I'm concerned because you're in my ear all the time. <laughs> but sitting in with us for the whole six o'clock hour, for better or worse, the voice of not Vital but God, I guess. <laughs> you know him from the pit. You yeah. know him from the lab. You know him from. I just want to play. What's the Ice Wolves Arena called? The Outpost. The Outpost. There you go. The best voice in the business. <laughs> Dylan Storm, what's Making happening, my guy? Flash over here. Man. Oh, there's, oh my goodness. I think that's the, the Guinness you just had during the commercial <laughs> break. That's why you're blushing. I mean, when we're here at O'Neill's, how can, how can we not partake in a little bit? It's still 5 o'clock somewhere, and it's still 5 o'clock here at O'Neill's. Here's my question. Where's your, where's your boy Fred at, man? You oh, know? you mean like <laughs> Fred... Is he just slacking on the job all the time? Fred Slow, the voice of Highlands University. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. calling some game up in Las Vegas. And then that's why I get a ragtag bunch of friends of the show here. A ragtag group. We I started off with KOB TV's Brandon Ortega. Love Brandon. And then New Mexico United's David Carl. David, great and guy. And now we got PA at the pit. <laughs> PA at the lab. <laughs> PA at the outpost. So you start all off things. You start off strong. You're building. You're building, and then just nosedive and then for the also, last hour. And his sweater game is very strong, though. We have a <laughs> <laughs> okay. The, yeah. 
I got, well, I got the North Face vest on. Yes. But underneath, we got the, the old high school hoodie. You got a high school hoodie, too? Yes. Boy, are you oh, going to yeah. love this. Rip that open. Oh, my goodness. Hey, JC, we got a friend of the show table right here. Hey, JC, let's, let's see that uh, underneath your hoodie. Yeah, man, oh, that's a yeah. Carlsbad caveman. I like it. Carlsbad, New Mexico like in the it. house, yeah. baby. Yeah. Shout out to JC. <laughs> he, he, he wore uh, my high school alma mater underneath his hoodie today, and apparently so did Dylan Storm. That's right, man. Sometimes you just got to wrap the old uh, Dos Pueblos Chargers out of Galita, California. Dos track. Pueblos? That's it, man. Were there actual Pueblos no. on each side uh, of your city? No. They just decided to name uh, it that? I mean, yeah. I, I don't really know. Okay. I don't know the history. Of Southern California geography. Sure. You know what I mean? How about you picking got... up a Cleveland High storm? They... <laughs> uh, the Cleveland Please. High Dylan storm? There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Do just some self-promotion as I walk around town. So is, is Dos Pueblos, is that like Rancho Cucamonga, where it doesn't mean anything at all? <laughs> they just It just sounds cool? Are you trying to, like, intermingle my, my high school alma mater with the the uh, the Inland Empire? That yes. is, oh, that is, that, is the is Rancho. That Inland Empire? Oh, my God. Is that yeah. what Rancho Cucamonga yeah, is? Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, I'm I'm up in the Santa Barbara land, man. I'm up in the beach town. What's the What's the high school from Bring It On? You remember Bring It On? I the, remember the, the movie. cheerleading movie. Sure, sure. I thought is it not Rancho Cucamonga? It Maybe might, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. It's been too long. Five zero five two four six zero six ten. Do you remember the high school from Bring It On? Because I go. don't. There you go. <laughs> needs Needs your help out there, Albuquerque. I do know that that Lobo great Kendall Williams was from Rancho Cucamonga. Well, how about that? Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry I insulted your Californiality <laughs> with the Inland Empire. I know it, man. I forgot you were an island boy. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> hey, so what's going on in the world of the isotopes, man? The The season is creeping forward. It's creeping. Fast as possible. We don't know what's going on with spring training. We don't know what's going on with Major League Baseball. <laughs> but you guys are ready for the season. We're getting ready. We're getting ready. Yeah. You know, I'm pumped. I'm pumped for baseball. Oh, every year. Um, yeah, it it was fantastic. I was actually, I was talking to a fan just the other day. It was yesterday. It's snowing. He's getting his season tickets. I'm working with him. And and he's just couldn't be more excited for some springtime in Albuquerque. He's like, I'm going to spring training in Phoenix. Can't wait to be back at the lab for some isotopes baseball. He's getting pumped up. I'm getting pumped up. It's right around the corner, man. Hey, I, I am in the exact same boat as that kind stranger and isotopes fan because springtime spring training is my favorite time of the year number one baseball's back right number two my seasonal depression goes away yes number three the weather is way better right and number four baseball again here's the thing when, when you're a sports fan if i if i'm ranking my months of the year sports wise you gotta leave with october right you got postseason baseball sure the NFL is coming back. You got college football. It's all happening. Yeah. Right? By the way, I'm I'm switching sober October for forever. So after I- after this last <laughs> postseason, we we've on this show we've been sponsored by a gym every October for the past four years okay. to go sober and work out seven days a week. Oh my! And you know, rep the gym. Goodness. I can't do sober October anymore because of baseball. I'm too nervous. I'm a ball of emotion. I'm I'm in a glass case of emotion, and I Who's, have to right. <laughs> So right. we're going to do dry January. I don't, I don't know how deep we want to get into the we're, baseball postseason world right now because I, I know you're an Astros guy. Yeah, that's true. We were just talking about it's my, my, my Southern faults. California uh-huh. 
upbringing and heritage. Sure. You know, I'm, I'm, I believe the Dodger blue. I, Dodger so blue there's is a, little, a beautiful color. <laughs> beautiful color. That's right. That's right. But anyway, Okay, so after October, you got to go March. In my opinion, yes. great sports month, right? If you are in Phoenix going to some spring training games. Which uh, two men on will be. You will be? You will be live from spring training. Well, are you going to invite me on to that show? Of course we are. Okay. <laughs> you got to travel with, though. I, I can do that. How's man. your phone service? I can do that. You know, here's what you do. You go, you, you'll catch a baseball game in the afternoon. You go maybe hit up a bar to catch some, some March Madness hoops. You go to another baseball game. The whole atmosphere is electric. Love March and spring training in Phoenix. It's the best. And that's like the little moment in time in Phoenix where it's like, hey, it's 92 today. Right. But it feels like 78 because <laughs> we know that 110's coming. That 110 plus, is coming for us so fast. Plus, Old Town Scottsdale is just a good time. Have you done the Scottsdale I've done. I've done the Old Town Scottsdale. The Old Town Scottsdale. I still, I still have the scars I'm where I was mauled by that cougar <laughs> oh, at Old Town Scottsdale. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. I bet. Have you have you done the Phoenix Open, the golf tournament out there? Oh no, I have not. Oh my goodness. Um that's a good time too. They unfortunately went up against a very important event this year, and I had tickets to the open. Because okay. you know, it's going up against the Super Bowl this year. It you so they, they pushed the Super Bowl back a week. It, it might still be going up against the Super Bowl. I'm not sure. I haven't been well, checking this, all the yeah, dates, this year right? But, but, yeah. but it's, it's frequently that the Phoenix Open is that same exact weekend yeah. and bleeds right into Super Bowl Sunday. And, it's a, and then, again, another phenomenal time to be See, in I've, Scottsdale for some sports. I, I know someone who hosts one of the holes. Really? And it's just like for years, get out here, get out Van, here, get well, out here. Okay, here's an idea. All right, you're an idea guy. I am an idea. Let's guy. just move to Scottsdale. You know, take two men out. The whole, like, the whole production will go and live in Scottsdale. We'll have a great time. It'll I be could, fun. I'll, I'll, I'll go. Okay, Mikey. Mike's gonna go. You can be attacked by cougars all the time. That took a lot of convincing for Mike Vital right there. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even, you didn't even get to the good part, and he's like, "I'll go." <laughs> Mike's just up for a fun time. I, I love Albuquerque and I love Northern New Mexico too much just to bail. For Scottsdale, <laughs> it's losers in Scottsdale. I'm a Burkanio. Hey, 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 I love so, I love the ABQ too. Northern yeah, New Mexico is the best place on earth. I don't care where you're from. I don't care if you're from Old Town Scottsdale and you got March Madness and spring training <laughs> and the the wasted management open all at the same time. I'm still repping Burke way. There you go. Doesn't beat Tempe though. Oh come on, that's the college part, Mikey. <laughs> hey, I got an un- I got an uncle that owns a jewelry store in uh, Scottsdale, so I can can't say too much more about it than that. Okay, there you go. There you go. All right, we got to go to commercial before Mikey gives away some more of his witness protection information <laughs> that he's not supposed to be sharing with us on air. The boys are live at O'Neill's all the way up in the seven. We got Dylan Storm of the Isotopes and the Lobos with us co-hosting up until then special shout out to our friends at the ymca we start every day at the ymca and we're very proud to be sponsored up with them because of all the cool things they do with in the community you're listening to two men on on 95.9 fm and am 610 the sports animal
Welcome back, Albuquerque. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. The boys are doing happy hour at O'Neill's today. Come on down to the corner of Central and Washington at the Knob Hill location of O'Neill's. Good food, honest drink. And I'm so fortunate to be joined by isotopes, lobos, ice wolves, what else do you do? So Dylan, fortunate. Dylan oh, Storm. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. It's a lot, man. It's too much. It's too much. Is it too much? <laughs> I think no. I think you're you're a busy guy. Yeah. And you like being busy. Like being you busy. You like wearing a lot of hats. You know? Literally and metaphorically. There's, it, it, you know that box that you can, like, check on a job interview where it's like, do you like working evenings and weekends? I'm like, oh. Yes. Oh, I have experience, you baby. You promise? I got <laughs> oh, I know. I know that life. I know that life. <laughs> so we got I, is isotopes, lobos, ice wolves. Ice wolves. Those are the main three. Those are the big three Those right are the now. big three right now, But man. you're a gun for hire, it's, too. That's you true. Need so, you need some vo- voice work on a movie? Do you do, you <laughs> do commercials? I, I do. Um, it, it's something that I'm – you know what I'd love to do? I'd love to get into some books on tape. Okay. You know, I can doing see like that. a little, you're just reading. I, it, it's a little, my background's a little, a, a little like kind of, um, probably a little different. So I, I got my undergrad in English. Okay. Okay. Before, before studying sports management at, at UNM. And your dad was super mad. You got a throwaway R- degree. Right. Exactly. Get a real job. Let me just go read books, yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's like, okay, maybe I could get back into a little book reading. Okay. But just, you know, projecting. So like you're talking words. like just reading, reading aloud. Fiction, fantasy, adventure. <laughs> self, you do it self-help? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean like, if, if there's text that needs to be read, I would read it. But okay. I think for my own personal enjoyment. That I would probably enjoy some more fiction. Okay, yeah, fiction, yeah. like some uh, sports history. I'm doing a little dabbling fiction. right now. I'm doing a little. I'm uh, I'm reading The Alchemist out loud and recording it. Oh, thinking about like unleashing that in like a little kind of podcast mode. Okay, you know, it's like here's chapter one. I'd be into that. There you go. Are you are you get adding like highs and lows, or is it just like a nice the, little mid? How, as the inflection? Well, I'm kind of practicing. I'm always looking for like ASMR stuff to fall asleep to. <laughs> So if you don't if you don't get like too excited or too inflected, I feel like that I was, would fall asleep every night to your voice. I could see him doing voiceovers <laughs> for home improvement. There you go. I think that was like an old Vince Scully joke that he used to kind of riff on because people would come up to Vince Scully and then the most affectionate way be like, "I used to fall asleep to you all the time." It's like, <laughs> you know, it's like oh, you know that's like, an insult, it's right? Like, oh, it's like okay, so I was, you're I was, being you're I being was, hurtful. Is right, what you're doing? Right. I was yeah. putting you asleep. On all those summer nights. Thank you. Shout That's... out to Vince Scully, the best to ever do it. Right. Right. Amen to that. Amen to and that. And you're, you're lucky because you're, you're in this field. You have a microphone in front of your face almost every day of the week. Right. And you're a Dodger fan. <laughs> so you got like yeah, but Vin Scully pumping through your blood every that, day. That is that is true. The irony, of course, being that I I never watch Dodger games. Right, it's like just working isotopes games all the time during right. the summer. Sure, uh, that I'm never actually watching sports or baseball <laughs> or anything else. I'm just you know calling the Lobos and the Ice Wolves and and working isotopes games. So are but, you following? Speaking of baseball, are yeah. you following the lockout drama that's developing? Um, Professionally, I probably should be, but realistically, not at not all. Not as close. Not okay. at all. You know, like I have no idea what's going on. Speaking of not as close, <laughs> it seems like both sides 
the players association and the owners are vastly far apart on sure. what they want. And, sure. and while I thought originally that this was all the lockout and the negotiations, this was all posturing right. by either side. It's it not, looks like it's now we're little... just looking like, hey, you guys are really far apart on some of your ideas. Right. Are we going to miss baseball? Are you trying to ruin baseball again? I hope not. You know, we'll have triple A. Well, yeah. we are going to have We're gonna have isotopes baseball. Yeah. No matter I mean, what, I, baby. The isotopes are going to be here, which is great, which is which is phenomenal. But I mean, you're you're already, I think, starting to see a little bit of all these kind of trickle down effects with what players want and what ownership wants. Right. I mean, think about the isotopes, for instance. Right. We we used to typically just play April through August. Right. And now we're playing uh, through September. Right. And that's partially to just kind of allow for more rest and break during the season, just kind of draw it out a little bit more, keep uh, players in the lower levels just fresh and ready to go up to the majors. It's, there's all sorts of different elements that are, that are transpiring, but there's a lot going on, you know? There's a lot going on. The, at the end of the day, I hope that the sides can come together and agree because I want to watch baseball. Same. You know? Oh, man, same. I want to watch baseball. I want to be there live at the lab as, right. five days a week. <laughs> And as a basic fan, right, it's always kind of tough, and it's like, okay, we have billionaires and millionaires arguing, right? And it's just kind of like, can't we just relax and just play a game? I agree. Yeah. Um, I'm going to choose the side of the millionaires over the billionaires this time <laughs> because you don't – You are the Robin Hood of this situation, uh, right? The, Take I chose, the millionaires and give the, the – I chose the, the right side right. of people who have excessive <laughs> zeros in their bank account. You did. Okay. You did. I choose the one with slightly less zeros than the other one. Van, Kudos always, to me. Always the humanitarian. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I love it. I feel it. like Mother Teresa of sports fandom. <laughs> I just don't want to miss baseball. And, like, with – the young generation that we got coming up in baseball, there's so many exciting young players. Right. And it seems like there's never been more parity in baseball than there is now. You know, you of course you got your Dodgers, your Yankees, your Red Sox, your Astros. They're going to spin more than everybody. Yeah. <clears throat> but the playing field is level as it's ever been. You and, know the, and the young talent especially is better than it's ever been. There's some great talent. Um, I, think there, I think there's still that big market team though right the, the big market mentality even even just kind of when you look at the the nls which is kind of like my bread and butter sure. right and and the isotopes are of course affiliated with and feed into the colorado rockies and when the, when you talk to those rockies players and the dodgers or the giants or somebody are coming to town there's a little bit of that chip on the shoulder dylan i just saw my life flash before Did my you? eyes <laughs> i see do you see me right there at this table from 35 years ago <laughs> the guy is standing in his way right now. I, uh, yes, I do. Got to have might, an Astros hat on, though. I might. No, no Astros hat. Just a little ginger toe head that looks just like me. Oh, my I, I found I found my five-year-old doppelganger, <laughs> Albuquerque, and he's at O'Neill's right now. He's having a great time. I'm going to go ask that table for a 23andMe. I'm going to be honest right now. I need some more data. need some more proof here. Is that a shot of Jamo he's about to take right there? <laughs> the kid? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so just yeah. trying to see how many parallels there truly are between <laughs> this, this young man and, and you from 30 years ago. Hey, that would be a big one. So, yeah, uh, back back to these negotiations. Right. Of course you can't give in. Of course you can't say that you're just going to do whatever the other side wants. 
because like you you have to posture you have to get the best deal possible this isn't just sports this isn't just entertainment it's also big business it's huge business it's huge business but I, I, here's the thing i work in professional baseball and i still if you ask me right now what are these guys even arguing about i don't even know right i forget <laughs> you know that you know that it's dollars and cents and all sorts of stuff but it is it goes so much deeper than that. It goes so much further than that that you just you just kind of lose track, right? It's like, what, what's going on? Let's just play some baseball. I, I bet a lot of the players don't follow it that closely either because they just want to get out on the field and play the game that they love and make money and have fun with their friends. They're not, I, don't see, I don't see every single player in baseball sitting there with the three-ring binder, studying negotiations every day, no. and emailing somebody with their input. Right. Like, no, this is a group of lawyers versus a group of lawyers. Probably. Well, the Players Association, I don't even know how it operates, right? But you got there's so many wants and needs, and, you know, it is what it is. I'm, I'm, I'm just hoping, again, that, that I don't want to, again, knock up the whole Scottsdale thing too much, ah, right? Ah. But that there'll be some spring training happening in another month or so. And, uh, you know, on these cold, wintry days in Albuquerque, we can start thinking about sunshine and, and uh, a hot dog at the ballpark. Oh, man, I am just drooling hearing you talking about that right <laughs> oh, now. Oh, my God. The boys are doing happy hour from O'Neill's today. Come down and check us out till 7 o'clock or even after we're gone as this place is rocking. Smiles abound. The smells are wonderful. Everyone's having a good time here at O'Neill's and Knob Hill. I want to spend a special shout-out to Electric Playhouse, one of our sp- uh, partners and sponsors who we're so excited to be. They're the newest partner and sponsor. Dylan. That's very exciting. They're the newest friend of the show, and we're so excited to do some really cool stuff with them. Look out for the Wiffleball League. Look out for the Dodgeball League. Or just go to Electric Playhouse. Just go. Because it's amazing just for a good time. adults and kids and teenagers, and they have wonderful parties. Get a group of your friends. And and dinners. They do and concerts? Yeah, they have uh, DJs there. They have bands there. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> so big shout-out to Electric Playhouse. I can't wait to go this following weekend. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Duke City. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the Sports animal. It's been a star-studded guest show today at O'Neill's. Big shout out to Brandon Ortega, KOB TV. Big shout out to David Carl of New Mexico United, and big shout out to Dylan Storm. Van, you're supposed to finish strong with these sorts of things, and there's just been a huge drop-off with your guest co-hosts today. <laughs> hey. If they can hear you right now, there is no drop-off. And if they can see you right now, there's definitely no drop-off. Oh, my goodness. Make me blush any local, over here. Any local fire stations in the 505 need a, a September fill-in for a fireman calendar? <laughs> we got your guy right here, Dylan Storm. I hate you so much. Dylan, you brought a friend. I guess so. Who's your friend? Michelle. Michelle. Michelle Montoya. Oh, my goodness. Director of Community Relations for the Isotopes. My goodness, Michelle Montoya. Tell us about the communications that go down for the Topes. What are you communicating (laughs) to us right now? (laughs) 
Well, hi. Um, I didn't know Storm <laughs> was going to be on here in this fireman calendar. That's, that's an interesting concept. There. I love it. Okay, how many do you want? I'm taking down orders right now. <laughs> I need I need to be delivering these calendars. hey Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Michelle, how are you? That's awesome. I'm good. I'm glad we have an all-isotope segment right here. Should I take it off? Anybody else? Anybody else know how to do sports radio? You want to take this segment? Anybody? <laughs> Isotopes in the house, man. Take it over. We're rolling yeah. deep. Luckily, it's like it's like the Omicron. It like hits you soft. It doesn't doesn't take you. To... <laughs> right. right. It doesn't it doesn't hit you that hard. Uh-huh. Michelle, how's your evening going? It's great. You know, we had a little bit of a snow day today, so it was nice. Okay, I want you to tell us what's going on in the Isotopes world. But first off, can you tell me what's going on with Orbit? I haven't seen him since last baseball season. I thought I'd be seeing him out in the community, maybe, you know, here at O'Neill's or, you know, at the park, walk, well, at the dog park when I'm walking my Van, dogs. Isot- I miss or- him. Orbit's underage. Okay, he's not going to be posted up at the bar. At, o- at O'Neill's right now. I saw his ID. <laughs> his ID said he's over 21. <laughs> hey, Orbit I'll, is just... not 21 yet, so Orbit can't can't be at the bar yet, but <laughs> Orbit will be out soon. Orbit Orbit took a little bit of a break for Christmas, for New Year's, you know, um, but he's going to be out and about actually starting next week. Um, we're going to have Valentine's Day delivery soon, so you're going to be seeing more of him than you would like. Well, I, that's impossible because if I could have, like, an orbit with me all day, every day, I would. So yes. one of my favorite things about Topes games is the inner inning promotions, right? Right. So <laughs> me, me and Fred, Fred Slow, the co-host of this very show, Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal, we've preemptively signed up for every mid-inning promotion there is. Right. Can we have at least one? Can we do one? <laughs> you guys can do as many as you want. Oh, fair. You okay. Know, I, you, <laughs> I know you guys love the, the, the in-game promotions. It'll be you, Fred, Michelle, Orbit, me. We'll all be down there. You know, we'll throw some T-shirts. You know, we'll run some chilies. It'll be a great time. There you go. Yeah, I, if I'm, you could fit in the mini Orbit costume, even better. How big is that one? It might be a little tight. You know, they're like tight. small than schmedium. Might be a little tight for Ooh, you. Ooh, I'm a schmedium. I'm a schmedium <laughs> long, though. That's the problem. Big. Oh, yeah. Nope. Might be he's, a little, little too snug. He's skinny, but he's wiry. So, so you're, you're fastly approaching the baseball season. What's it like in the office if you guys are, are just grinding, getting ready for this? What's, what's, the big, what's the big topic right now in Isotope's world? Michelle, you got that well, one? For, yeah, yeah, yeah. For for me, in in my kind of area of um, of the office, it's just trying to, to to ramp up for all of our youth programs. I'm so excited. Um, you know, last year was a little bit of an off off year post COVID or kind of in COVID, I guess. Still, um, so right now we're just excited to get you know our youth skills clinics going, our our club read our kids crew, you know, even having this Valentine's Day delivery. I mean, this is these are all things that, you know, we weren't able to do in 2021. So in, in my neck of the woods in the office, um, that's kind of what's going on for me, uh, trying to get Orbit out there, you know, starting to attend hopefully uh, more in-person events. Um, we're just – I'm excited. I'm excited for this season. And, Van, 
Michelle's being a little modest, but but she is like the stud <laughs> of the Isotopes organization. She's also <laughs> affectionately <laughs> Orbit's mom. Whoa! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! yeah. Oh my gosh! Or- Orbit and Michelle are are BFFs for life. Yeah. Yeah. So can we talk yeah, more ab- about the the kids program? Yeah, of course. Um, so several of them. So the first one is is Kids Crew. So Kids Crew is for for kids, you know, twelve and under. Um, they can purchase this really cool, awesome Kids Crew kit. You know, with a with a lanyard membership card, they get six uh, tickets to home games. Um, just lots of goodies uh, for the kids. Just a great way to, to get them, you know, involved. We also have Club Read coming up March seventh. It starts. Um, this is a great way to get the kids reading, you know, all throughout uh, the summer. They get lots of really cool prizes. Um, of course, they get to come to the ballpark to, to redeem those those scorecards, and of course, get free pizza, which every kid likes. Um, and then, of course, we're also doing our, our youth skills clinics this year. So we have uh, two youth skills clinics for kids ages five to fifteen, boys and girls. Um, and our players teach these clinics, which is awesome. Um, they go through about eight stations, you know, uh, base running and strength and conditioning and hitting and all kinds of cool baseball stuff. So, um, yeah, we're, we're excited to, to ramp things up. Whether it's a book club or helping my friends move into a new house, a lot of my life has been motivated by free pizza. So <laughs> I'm, I think that's going to be exactly. an over. It's going to be an overwhelming success. Oh, one hundred percent. Beyond the kids, like what are you? What are you guys doing in the community? Where Where can local Burkano find the isotopes out in the community? And what are you guys doing this coming year? Yeah. So actually, what we just did, um, we actually. Uh, brought back our Truckin' With You program, which we initiated in, initiated in 2020. Um, and this was really to show appreciation to our frontline workers. Um, you know, obviously during COVID, um, we were trying to, to, to just really show our appreciation to those that were working so um, effortlessly and tirelessly. Um, and one of them was our, was our truck drivers. You know, they, they worked so hard to bring us everything that we have in our grocery stores and you know, bring packages to our front doors. And so we actually visited uh, ABF Freight and also UPS just recently. Uh, we partner with some of our amazing partners, uh, Chick-fil-A helped us at ABF, and we gave lunches to our truck drivers just to show, you know, that, that we're with them. We know how hard they're working. We're still here. Hopefully it's something that we can um, continue, you know, to do every year not just in COVID, but every year to show this appreciation to them. So um, that's, that's what we just did. But, you know, year-round, Orbit goes on about 250 appearances every year um, oh to goodness. hospitals, to schools, to <laughs> you name it, birthday parties, retirement parties, you know, whatever. So um, You think with all of his moving around, he'd be a little slimmer in, around the waist. It takes a lot I of know. calories to no. keep that going, though. I think, I think, man, you just found your Are pizza you fat eating body. Are you fat-shaming orbit? I, I, I would, shh. There's I don't all use, shapes, Dylan. I don't all use that word, way. okay? You know. Michelle, when it comes to supporting the Albuquerque community, the isotopes do not truck around. Exactly. What what are your what are your favorite promotions coming up this year? Because there's some new cool ones every year. Personally, what's your favorite? As in theme nights, you mean? Sure. Is that what you're talking about? 
Um, well, my favorite one from the past was Science Night. Um, this was something that we um, started in 2019. Um, we had about 25 organizations, you know, STEM-related, that came out to the ballpark, people oh, that wow. maybe have never been to the ballpark before. Um, we had experiments on the berm. We had Science Girl. We had an astronaut throw out a first pitch. I mean, it was just loaded with, with fun um, for the whole family. So that's probably one of my favorites so far. That's of course, we have a really our good one. Mariachi series too. You know, mariachis. I mean, that's just a huge party. Dylan can tell you more about that. Oh hell yeah, Mar! Every mariachi night, I love it so much. The vibe is great. It's a good time. The merch is great. The it's swag funny. is great. It's so mm-hmm. much fun. It's all about the swag. You're all about the swag yourself, man. Oh, dude. You know? You're styling. You're a stylish man. Both definitions of that word I am very much about. (laughs) I like having style, and I like free stuff. Yes, sir. sir. Swag guy over here. Yes, sir. (laughs) Free swag, free pizza. That's the key to your heart. Oh, my God. Just dangle free pizza and beer in front of me? I will do literally anything you ask me to. (laughs) I don't know if I want you to do anything, but uh, never mind. Smart move. Right. Smart move. Nip that in the bud. (laughs) (laughs) That, hey, any, uh, we're up against a break. Anything else we got to let the city of Albuquerque know about before we cut you off? I think we're just excited for this season. I think oh, everybody same. better get ready because it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, you're going to be seeing way too much of Van and Fred from Two Men On this year because we do not miss a lot of isotope games when we're free, and we definitely do not miss a lot of day games yes, when sir. we're free. There's nothing <laughs> I love more than sloughing off responsibilities I, and watching baseball during the day <laughs> with a big, tall oat soda, right. usually in isotopes amber. There you go. And then at 4 o'clock, coming and doing the show right after the game. Well, probably from the lab, <laughs> considering what day there we it go. is. I yeah. like that. Considering what it is. Hey, thank you so much, Michelle. We, thanks for being a friend of the show, and we got to have you on again sometime soon. Sounds great. Anytime. More Two Men On featuring Dylan Storm of the Isotopes and Lobos when we get back. You're listening to 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Ten man. Oh, my goodness. What a day in Knob Hill, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Thanks to all the callers. Thanks to all the textures. Thanks to all the guests. Big shout-out to -to -to back-to-back-to-back New Mexico Sportscaster of the Year, KOB-TV's very own Brandon Ortega. Shout-out to David Carl of the New Mexico United coming on and joining us in the 5 o'clock hour. And still with us, Big thanks to Dylan Storm. Happy to be here. Isotopes, the Lobos, <laughs> the Ice Wolves. Your, Thank you, your, sir. Your favorite local fireman calendar. That's you <laughs> might recognize him. A lot of friends of the show here tonight, giving some knuckles and high fives and buying pints. A great night at O'Neill's. Make sure you check out O'Neill's in Knob Hill or the Heights. Good food, honest drink. I think the Lady Lobos are legit. They are legit. You sit there and you watch them yep. nearly every game. Yep. What's the X's and O's? What's the Dylan Storm analysis on how good the Lady Lobos can be this year? Um, I think it starts with this, the seniority, right? You're dealing with, with a group of young women that have been there, which is awesome. You know, it's, it's something you don't see necessarily a whole lot. In, in sports anymore, but but these girls have have been Lobos.
from their freshman year, right? They know the system. And that's one of the things that's, that's so much fun about watching this team now. And, and also just like when you, when you really talk about that, that expression that we throw around all the time, that midseason form, Sure. You know, they truly are in midseason form. It's one of those things where the chemistry is there. You could just the, the guard play, they're, they're throwing it inside and the forward just knows that the ball's coming. You can start to just kind of see that they're they're reading their movements that much better. It, it's really fun basketball to watch. They, they hit the outside shots. They drive to the lane. They play tough. They're fierce and they win basketball games. Do you think this is, you know, you talked about being freshmen playing together this whole year. Is it their experience together, or what aspect does Coach Bradbury have to this? Um, a whole lot. I mean, I <laughs> here's the funny thing, uh, Van, is I, I love announcing sports, but I have no idea the actual, like, X's and O's and coordination behind <laughs> okay. it. You, know? you don't I'm know like, how good Coach is. Right. I have no idea how good Coach <laughs> is, right? If you're like, are they playing zone right now or man-to-man? Are they in a 2-3 or whatever? I'd be like, I uh, – I don't know exactly. Looks like uh, it, maybe. Look, that person is following that person around a lot, so I think they're in man-to-man right now. <laughs> you know, I'm 85% sure. Um, but, but no, they, they are very well coached. Um, Bradbury especially, I think, drives home time management. Uh, you can see it in just how they control the ball, how they finish quarters, how they finish halves how they finish games. It is, it's smart basketball, it's athletic basketball, and it, it's good basketball. And they're, they're at the top of the conference right now. And it, also, a shout-out to all the fans who came to the game last night. Oh, that was so huge. It was huge, man. I mean, I'm, I'm running home after work, and by running, I mean I'm literally slipping and sliding all over town in my little Honda Accord, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not, like, driving some nice Ford F-150 that has four-wheel sure. drive. You're talking to a Prius. Right, owner. right. There we go. And making my way back to the pit, and it's just in this monsoon snowstorm that we're all in. And uh, for the fans that made it out to the game, bravo. Right? Sure. Like, you kind of risked your life a little bit to catch a basketball game. And that, that's kind of cool. And so <laughs> Lobo fan is a special kind of fan. They are. Because we don't have a professional sports organization here. While we're bigger than a lot of cities in the country who have professional sports organizations right you know we don't have the giant surrounding area like you see on the east coast or you know big cities on the west coast right where you know your your little half a million town is actually four million people in the area we don't we don't have that right we got we're close to a mill right here yep so that that fandom there's that, good that, fandom. That big city fan has right. is just boiled down here. <laughs> and it's so much more special because you got a bunch of AAA sports here, it's right? It's special. you got the it, Isotopes. you got right. the United. Yep. you got the Lobos. Yep. And it's just each each of those are just one step below the big dogs. And you got that same passion. you got that same fervor. And you, and you also have that same expectation, you know, which which the teams, you want the teams to live up to. Right. And and you talk about that that fandom and you and you go into new seasons and new coaches and and you have high hopes. And and so it's always interesting to kind of see how things play out a little bit. And it's and it's good that like Lobo fan has has seen ups and downs because obviously, you know, Lobo basketball, Lobo football. Right. Hasn't been all the way to the top. 
Yeah. But there's been some sustained success. So Lobo fan has that little taste, you know. They know what it's yeah, like. Yeah, but we want so much more. So much more. Yeah. You always I want. want so much more, you man. Want so I much mean, more. it's a job, but I am a Lobo, man. You know, I, I got my master's degree at UNM. I've been working with with the teams for years, and and you're down in the trenches with with these kids, and you just you're rooting for them. You want, them to, you want them to do so well, and you want them to get the respect that they deserve and that they've earned. And, and my goodness, yeah, I'm like every other Lobo fan. I want to see the guys go to the Sweet 16. I want to see the, the girls in the tournament every year. I want to see the, the football team and all the other teams just just dominating. So I'm, I'm crossing my fingers. I, we're, we're right there. I really believe in, in you know, Danny Gonzalez and Patino and, and these coaches and, and where I think the, the sky's the limit right now. I, I don't want to speak for Fred when he's not here, but two men, on, two men on is very <laughs> pro Coach G. Is yes. very pro Coach Patino. Nice. I yeah. really like the foundation that both of these right. coaches right. are laying, and they're laying them together at the same time. And so Lobo yeah. fan, you get to see the rise of Lobo athletics in football and basketball. Isn't it great? At the same time, it's really cool to and watch. They want to, they want to be here, and that's that's what what what. The fans of this community love and appreciate, right? They 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 know that that Danny's been here. They know that he is a former Lobo. They they know that he chose to come here. They know that that Patino chose to come here. Then and that he loves filling the pit with fans and and seeing everybody out there and getting riled up. That's part of the fun, you right. know. That's part of the fun right. is is when you have coaches that are bought in. When you have players that are bought in. And it just makes it that much more of a, of a great experience to go to the pit, to, to go out to some of these games, to support these kids, and just have a good time. I agree completely. So thank you so much for being here with us today. You come on whenever you want. You're <laughs> an absolute wealth of experience and talent. Oh, my goodness. You, you just kill it every time you're on here. So thank oh, you so much, Dylan. Thank you, man. It's always a pleasure. And, uh, you know, I love you. So anytime. Give me a call. Happy to be on. And you gotta, you got to uh, change your schedule to get up to L.A. next week to come hang out with the boys at the Bowl. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Because Two Men On is going to be in L.A. Uh, at the L.A. Convention Center on Radio Row. What? Doing Two Men On from Los Angeles the week before the Super Bowl. You're kidding me. So check your schedule. Okay. I, I'm, check uh, your <laughs> schedule. We'll get you some passes. Come on over and hang out with the boys. The boys are doing I, L.A. next week. I love it. I love yeah. it, man. I'm, I'm L.A. born, baby. That's back, right. Let's go back to the roots. Let's go. You got some people there, don't you? I got some people there. Sweet. I'm going to have to ask you some questions off air then. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. Thanks to KOB TV's Brandon Ortega for being with us today. Thanks for New Mexico United's David Carl for being uh, with us today. And thanks to the Isotopes and Lobos and Ice Wolves and whoever else's Dylan Storm <laughs> for being with us today. My it was pleasure. An absolute pleasure. We'll be back in studio tomorrow as I think we killed it today at Knob Hill and O'Neill's. Quite a packed house, a lot of smiling faces, and a lot of good times here at Knob Hill on the corner of Central and Washington in historic Knob Hill in Albuquerque, New Mexico. If you got your little curious palate, you want to know what some Irish food tastes like, you want some good food, you want some good food and some honest drink, get down to friend of the show, O'Neill's. 
You've been listening to Dave and Buster's Presents Two Men On. We have been live from the John Lopez Real Estate Coldwell Banker Legacy Mobile Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee. We play on Team I-9 Sports. We start our days at the YMCA, and we end our days right here at O'Neill's. Catch us every weekend at the Electric Playhouse. Hope you're having the best day, Albuquerque, and we will see you tomorrow. You've been listening to 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal.